This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly Good morning and welcome and coming to you live from the Ziggurat at Omaha in Caverns Deep below the metro area. It's THN cover to cover for Saturday, February 11th. I'm your head, number one, and my name is Matt Baum. Well, I'm the head, number two. I'm your head, number two. The Internet's Joe Patrick. Here's how it works. Saturday mornings at 1030 Central, Matt and I go live on our Discord to wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and to discuss... The question of the week live with you, our listeners. It is. It's been a while, so hopefully we still remember how to do it. Yeah, we still got this. This is a live show, like Joey just mentioned, so we need you to talk to us live. Can't be here live? You can leave us a message, 402-819-4894. You can send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com before we open the phone lines. Joe, you just brought it up a minute ago. What was that question of the week that we were just kicking around for a while? Oh, hold on. Wait a second. Hold on. I, um... I didn't know that there was also a Flash uh, a Super Bowl tournament. Yeah, absolutely. I only I only knew about the poster. Absolutely. Which means basically that movie's happening. It's, it's happening. Deal. Yeah, it's Whether happening. we want it to happen or not. Yeah, I think the shareholders were like, we don't care. <laughs> you, Ezra, hey, who? WB, <laughs> you, you stumbled <laughs> around drunk with your pants around your ankles for like five years now. So we're putting this movie out, okay? <laughs> then you yeah, can right. fix things. This week's question is courtesy of Lord Stephen Fino, the THN's Master of Coin. Uh, He is thinking about how the current run of Daredevil is kind of losing him, so he wants to know, what is your policy for when you decide to drop a comic from your pull list? Like, what is the straw that breaks the camel's back? Like, where, at what point do you say, I'm done? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. There's a lot that goes into it. We want to talk about it. There's a bunch of you in here to talk with us. Let's get into it right now. Damon Chan. Showed up on time. On time is on time. Damon Chan understands that. Damon, how are you, sir? Hello, hello. Yes, I am nothing if not punctual. Before I take five. <laughs> All right. Look, if you're, if you're on time, you're five minutes you late. You don't have to and be Damon smart Chan or good looking as long as you're Damn punctual. Right. right? Listen, I was a man on, on the street for many years, and that's how you survive. Exactly. You're on time. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right, buddy. Anyway, yeah, good to hear you back, Joe. I hope you're feeling better. So. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I, I'm not sounding uh, my my normal self, but it is. I'm on the men, so thank you. I lost thirty yeah, bucks to the mole men because he didn't die. I was like, ah, uh, well, you know, you, know, yeah, you, you know, can't kill so me. I don't I want him to die. I'm forever. just playing the odds. I'm a businessman. <laughs> That's all. Okay. <laughs> the mole men love uh, free food, so it's all good. That's <laughs> it. Um, so yeah, I wanted to just uh, talk real quick about the DCU that's been weighing most heavily. In my Has there been much to talk about with the DCU oh, as of recently? Oh, uh, since we last spoke, <laughs> yeah, I mean we, we had that slate, and, you know, like, supposedly like a whole new game plan by Mister James Gunn. So, the gods um, and monsters I, lineup we're talking about right exactly. now, the, which yeah, is chapter one. Chapter one, the official mm-hmm. plan for chapter. Not one. to be confused with phase one. So as I was saying, like, um, you know, that's the one thing I will say about um, where we're at in terms of differentiating themselves from the MCU, because here's where we are. Um, we have that Flash movie, which is going to come out whether we like it or not <laughs> at yeah. this point. It's happening. Um, exactly. Like, there's, there's nothing, you know, God or anyone can do about it. Um, and the other part is, uh, you know, the, the, the slate he released, first of all, there's a couple of refreshing things that I do like about James Gunn's uh, kind of plan on this. There's no, apparently, you know, they're, they're not doing like 
you know, we don't just have like a, a pure Superman or a Batman, you know, just individual kind of thing and the origin and all that. Yeah. It seems like he's just jumping straight into like, okay, this is kind of the world we're in. This is, the, this is what's established. This is what isn't. And we're just going to go right into it. Like even the Superman movie sounds like it's more like he's kind of been around, but we're going to explore like his legacy and, you know, crypt- yeah. you know, yeah. Kryptonian heritage with, with earth heritage. And I, but you kind of have to, kind of right? A, they're taking a page out of the Batman where they're like, okay, yeah. look, we're we're not going to show you another, you know, Bruce Wayne is a kid coming home from the movies yeah. and bam, Alleyway, oh no, bam, yeah. you know, and like the pearls hit the ground. We don't need to do that. Just give us yeah. Superman. We know who he is. We know where he came from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's going to be more about him balancing his kind of double life, his his dual existence. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, we, we haven't seen too many of those type of movies um, with Superman or even like, I mean, I guess the, the Lois uh, and Clark series kind of delves into that a yeah. little bit, which, you know, but we haven't seen it like in a, in a big movie setting, which I, I'm OK with, quite frankly, if, if they're going to go that route. Not really, since um, like Superman 2 back in the day where we got that like, true. probably the most Clark Kent. But I mean, OK, so say what you will about the Snyder movies. We all agree that Superman was very well cast. The only oh, problem, yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. The only problem was like the way you directed him. There was never a time where he was anybody but Henry Cavill as Superman. You know, whether he was dressed as Clark Kent or dressed as Superman, he was doing the same thing the yeah. whole time. <laughs> you know, he's a brooding mess. Yeah. To yeah. Say yeah. The least. I, I just don't know. You know, I don't. I don't really know. Um, you know, it's it's one thing if it's you know. Christian Bale method acting under 8,000 pounds of makeup to play Dick Cheney or whatever. Right. You know, that's, that's, that's one kind of uh, like an actor getting lost in a role, but like, I don't know the last time I saw something where the actor got lost in the role, the way Christopher Reeve got lost in the role as Clark Kent and Superman. And maybe that's because at that time, Christopher Reeve wasn't like a superstar actor you sure. know it's that it's not be. like that could be like henry cavill yeah. was a known quantity when superman came out yeah Correct. and Correct. and so i i just don't know i don't know how you could do i don't know who you would cast as a superman where you were just like setting the celebrity part of it aside yeah, and, because it's it's weird. Like, without and that's getting, why we're getting a new actor. Yeah, right, correct. Which is fine because you know, honestly, I don't think this role of Superman needs to be somebody who's exceptionally well known, but somebody who may be able to embody, like, I guess, a first of all, a younger Superman, which it sounds like they're going with, right, and also a um, kind of somebody who can do both the Clark Kent and the Superman role, which I think has been the biggest issue um, yeah. lately with with casting Superman. And I forgot the name of the actor on Lewis and Clark, but he does a pretty good job with it, quite frankly. Um, yeah, he's good. He's definitely good. Dean Kane. Right. No, not, not Dean Kane. No, Kane's. not that, um, the, the new Superman. You mean Avengers. Superman and Lewis? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I Dean Kane was just a ham. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Dean Kane was a can handler that looked good that in the cute. Superman costume. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Tyler, Tyler Hoshlin. Ho- 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 there you go. Yeah, yeah that guy. Um, but yeah, he is great as, he is great as both. Superman and Clark Kent. But it's cool. It seems like something that they've definitely, every time the Batman movie has been made, there's absolutely been a focus on, okay, he has to be Batman and he has to be Bruce Wayne. Not everybody nailed that, but it was a decision. They've never done it with a Superman movie. So I'm excited to see Gunn take that because Gunn understands that the most interesting thing about Superman is he is an alien who is more human than most of us. 
You know, he's an alien trying to be human. Listen, uh, just like that white zombie song. That's more human than human. Exactly. But um, but yeah, that's the one thing I, I will say, like, you know, a lot, you know, Henry Cavill's good acting aside, but he did have some good moments in those movies. But there is Absolutely. there was a there was a particular moment that really lost. I mean, two moments actually that lost me as in the Man of Steel was one when he was a young Clark Kent, and that scene where like the tornado, like, you know. Like his, his father's basically telling him, like, like yeah. oh, you can't go out there and all that stuff, and that speech about right, how yeah. oh, you have to sacrifice people sometimes to hide your secrets. That was right, that was yeah. Once. Like twenty minutes after, Pocket maybe said, "Let that school bus full of kids drown." Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> no. that, that, that was horrendous. And then the other part was obviously like everyone hated that part when you know Zod was basically his neck snapped, and we have a very angsty Superman screaming into the void at the end. It's just like. So, you know, what what I would personally want is quite the opposite of that. We need somebody who can kind of embody, you know, Superman as both, you know, making the right choice at the right time. Right. And inspires hope. And if you can do that. Yes. And you get that movie off the ground. You're 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 pretty much hitting the you know you're you're hitting the ground running at that point with this new universe because yeah. and that's why I think you need follow. to start like it's one thing to say yeah we're putting out you know we've got these movies in the pipeline already so we're putting out Blue Beetle and Aquaman two and the Flash and there was a fourth one but um, Shazam two or whatever Shazam two yes yeah. thank you yeah that's right and um, but like as far as this James Gunn DCU and I like that they're just calling it the DCU no 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 more of this DCEU bullshit yeah right? yeah um it, it, like you have to start the slate clean with Superman yeah. You have to. Yeah, it's dumb yeah. not to. It's dumb not to. And let the Batman stuff play out. Great. That we all know what's going on there. We like it. They're good. And, we like, understand the rules. Right, and they came right out and said it. They're like, "Look, man, we're going to do some Elseworlds movies." Yeah. I'm cool. I'm cool with that too as well. Some standalone stuff, you know, that yeah. that's perfect too. And I like that they used the word Elseworlds and yes. I hope that means that they do it again in the comics. You, Just well, they're going to they're going to follow suit. Yeah. They're absolutely Why did you suit. ever sunset that that term? Just it's, stop it. It's one of the things that we complained in both the comics and the cinematic universe. The the cinematic universe is all over the place and we're just like what is happening? And the comics mm-hmm. as well all over the place. This is Black Label, but it's also in the DCU, but it's just the DCU. And this is, well, this is the kids' version, but some of the stuff that was really popular is going to come into the DC, like, guys, let's just, let's let's make it easy. It's either DC so, or it's Elseworlds. Let's just do that. The, the <laughs> one thing, the one thing that I think has got a lot of people a, a bit nervous, uh, especially it, it, like people in the know in the industry, is that Gunn came out and said, um, it's not just that we're going to have a movie continuity and a TV continuity. Mm-hmm. It's that we have one continuity. Yeah. And that one continuity spans the TV shows, which I get, you know, it's it, so in the MCU, whatever yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, peacemakers in the D like, fine. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got the TV continuity. We've got the movie continuity. We've also got the video game continuity and the cartoon <laughs> continuity. And it's all supposed to be one. And people are like, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> you think you're going to be able to incorporate video game storylines into your ongoing uh, I mean, that's, IP continuity? That's, that's probably yeah. just in the sense of here is the Superman legacy movie and here is the Superman legacy video game. To, exactly. Yeah, like, I'm I, sure I, that's I all suppose, they mean. But I think like, <laughs> uh, like if he really means it's like, yeah, you know, we've got this new um, 
uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game coming out. Well, that's where the, okay. where, where the Justice League gets <laughs> brainwashed by Brainiac or whatever. <laughs> and if they were to, if they were to say like, "Yep, yeah, it counts," I'm like, "No, there's no way." Well, there's okay. no you because can't. that's a nightmare for game developers for one thing. One okay. and two, we can't be like, "Oh, if, well, if you didn't beat the game, then you don't know the surprise ending." <laughs> yeah, or, or like, uh, you, they, like remove, like you can't make an open world game where like players have a chance to get different endings. Right. Like right, it's just right. like everything has to all follow lockstep. I don't think like, they're going to do that. They're not going to do it that tight. I think it's just going to be like. Yeah, I mean, Gun, you know, like really. Cool. I promise you, before the when uh, uh, like clarifying that, he's gonna come up with the statement eventually. He says, "Well, not all video games, but starting with this one, yeah. <laughs> sure. or maybe we'll have Elseworlds video game, right? Right. Uh, but like, and also the the anime, yeah. Uh, John Sims in the chat said the it's Matrix true. did it. The Matrix, he's true. absolutely right. They did. They, did. they absolutely did. Um, uh, Enter the Matrix, amazing video game, by the way. It was really uh, really well. And yeah, it counted <laughs> towards the towards the ongoing plot exactly. of the Matrix movies. But um, yeah, I, I just uh, I also don't understand. Like, what do you mean the, the cartoon continuity? What do you mean? Well, like, there's no way like that I, Supergirl, right? That, that obviously one not Harley out. Quinn. Obviously not that no, Supergirl no. in the Legion. They'll yeah. they'll develop. Yeah. Well, they're re, they we've already retooled DC Animation. We know that they got rid of the old studio and now. So, but they're doing they're in. doing that uh, creature. For example, that creature creature commandos. commandos yeah, but that's supposed Animated to be series. That- that is that going to take place in the DCU? Hey. That one is particularly because if you look at the slate, he said, "Oh, this is this is definitely content." In that announcement, he actually said that that Creature Commanders is definitely going to be in continuity. That uh, so you know we could actually say that might be the benchmark of going forward because I think they have to draw a line. I think something. it will. And, and look, Marvel did this with the, with the what ifs. Those are all animated, and that was that all figured fair. into. That's true. Yeah, That's fair enough. I mean, there's no reason why you can't do that and just be like, look, we're not going to cast actors and all this. Some of it's just going to be animated because we can tell more stories that way. And the creature commandos. That's a perfect place to do something like that. Do a kick-ass yeah, cool. animated creature commandos. I'm down. Yeah, I think actually, if I remember the announcement in particular, and maybe it was when he said the creature commandos when he was introducing me, he actually said something along those lines. Like he says they're excited to have both animated and live action counterparts and them going back and forth depending on the project. Sure. So that, yeah. that's okay with me too. Sure. <laughs> Give me an well, anime. You know, um, I want to see an animated actually, Hawk World movie. Let's do it. Oh, you know, well, like the, <laughs> you know, the, I don't need a live action. <laughs> The yeah. CW did actually do this as well, though it never really came back around. Um, they introduced a version of the Ray, right, mm, uh, and right. Uh, and of uh, Vixen, uh, and um, I do remember this. They actually. did like a Ray animated movie where he was on Earth X, you know, with the Super Nazis, and like oh, it, it's supposed to like it counts towards the CW, but yeah. like the Ray never. There's came no back reason why you can't do it, and you can use animated stuff to fill in backstory to tell origins. To, yeah. you know whatever it, it just it, you know it just I, I get that i get this flash where like i remember the very first time and this was a long time ago before like digital comics were really like digital comics are just comics that you read in a different format this was like i hope you got your marvel online aol disc and read yeah the, Gam- the gambit number zero web <laughs> yeah. the gambit number zero web comic because there's an editor's note in this issue of uncanny x right. or whatever it was that refer or it must have been the Gambit ongoing series that referred to that webcomic that like 
Yeah. No, I didn't read it. Yeah, see last <laughs> issue where Gambit lost both his hands. And you're like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> this is issue one? And he has no hands? We're on a precipice here, guys. Right. We're on a precipice. Let's not jump off. Let's glide off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried, though. I'm not worried. And the whole slate, Supergirl, World uh, Woman of Tomorrow, that's a perfect way to reset Supergirl with that Tom King story. It modernizer, mm-hmm. modernizes her and whatnot. Like, and it can all be told off Earth. It can all be told in yeah. space for the most part. That's great. You, you, know, see, yeah. you know, in my opinion, like these type of series, and, and this is where things get a little tricky, but I also have a little faith in going and kind of allowing this. The problem with a lot of uh, critics of, of like superhero you know, properties in general is that, oh, especially the Mar- they like to cite Marvel of this, is that it all has to be one style and one feel. Yeah. I think James Gunn is trying to do a little bit of both. And we'll see if he's successful or not in the sense that yeah. we'll give you yeah. a main continuity. The average moviegoer can follow, you know, you like Superman, you like Batman, you know, you right. can watch the movies only. But, you know, we'll also give some artistic um, kind of uh, freedom to other directors. If and they I, like like, yeah. I, I like that. Like, I like that a lot. Exactly. And we'll see if it works out in the end. And you know, the end, the end result is this, is that you're going to have a parallel of like everything counts, but there's some stuff that really doesn't towards the main story. But if you like to see something different and creative, we got that for you, too. Totally. This new version that we're trying to sell, which totally. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree 100 percent. I will say yeah, I, I, and I'm going to save it for because we want to talk to Brian about it. I'm sure. So, so but I am a little worried about the authority. In the sense that uh, it's like you're introducing Superman, Superwoman, Swamp Thing, very cool, Batman, mm-hmm. Brave and the Bold, mm-hmm. and his son. That sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. These are all mm-hmm. DC icons. And then yep. the authority. And it's like, look, mm-hmm. I love the authority. I'm totally down. But the authority came in way, way later as yeah, sort of this true. like antithesis to the heroes okay. in the DCU. And like, I don't know, I'm, like if we just I'm, throw them in there right away. <laughs> like, right. I have a theory about that. And I'll, I'm sure Brian will, will just expand on this more. I have a weird feeling that this is going to be there. Like, okay, this is James Gunn's like, okay, let's just let it rip. Is you you yeah. want to see like some, some crazy, like Zack Snyder level meet peacemaker type of shenanigans and that we won't do. And that like, could you know, be, yeah, th- like yeah. this could be and, a thing like, Hey, Snyder bros, I get it. You're mad. You want this darker edgier DCU. Here you go. That's yeah. what these characters well, also do. bear in mind that this is uh, this is chapter one, but chapter one is going to unfold over the course of what three or four, I think maybe it's, five years. You said like the yeah. first five yeah. years or something like that. So, um, well, because like Superman doesn't come out until 2025, we got a little time before any of this. Comes so, yeah. by the time we so get we're going to the be, authority, we'll be long dead. By the time we get to the out. authority, we'll be we'll we'll know the score. Yeah. Um, Damon, we're gonna we're gonna move on because, like yeah. uh, Matt said, Brian's gonna be our wildstorm expert in this regard. Sure. Um, thanks, buddy. It's good to hear from you. Yep, thank you. You back, Joe? Later. Later, thanks, bud. Um, And while you get Brian in here, I'm gonna read this statement from uh, Ezra Miller, courtesy of our buddy John Sims. It's um, it basically says he's feeling much better now. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, look. It, up till now, all I've seen is people from WB going. Yeah. He's getting, he's doing the work or they're doing the work. They're getting the treatment, you know, like what mental health is important, blah, blah, blah. Right. This is a statement from Ezra Miller released to Variety. Ezra Miller says, quote, having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior I'm committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. And 
Now, people can say whatever they want, but this is the first thing I've seen where, like, they are contrite and acknowledging, like, I messed up. Well, he's okay. I messed up and I'm not okay. And I'm and trying that's good. to work on it. And now let's keep in mind, it's a statement. That's all it is. It statement. is a statement. Then, you know, and anybody can make a statement. I want to see how, what his actions are like going forward. So. Well, that's true. But also there is an element of like, I don't want, like, I don't need cameras to follow Ezra Miller into rehab. You no, know, no. Or whatever. No. Or to like, there's private, there's, there's an element of privacy that they deserve. Yeah. And uh, we don't need congressional hearings. All for we can Ezra do Miller's it, well, the proof will be in the pudding, as they say. Yes. Brian but, Domingos. How are you? Oh, and also one last thing real quick. Uh, also from John is that if uh, if the movie continuity is skipping origin stories, that leaves more room for animated stuff. Sure. To do like if they want to do a Superman origin. Yeah, or, I'm into it or whatever. That's I'm into that, too. Brian, are you there? I'm there. There you are. How's it going, guys? We're good I'm here. Um, yeah, good. Um, I don't think we're going to see Ezra Mill until the week after that movie comes out. Oh yeah. I think yeah, they're going to keep, yeah, they're gonna right. keep him in a, in a, um, he's going to say, or excuse me, they're going to say, lock me in this room. And they're going to say, Oh, we already did. We yeah. locked you in this room. It's going to be like an old school um, hammer werewolf film where you're like, tie me to the chair quick. Ex- the moon. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think, I think it's 50, 50. If they even do like one, a big time, like Hollywood premiere. For I, this movie yeah i kind of doubt they were. and I if think, they do ezra miller will probably not be there yeah yeah i can, uh, maybe from um via satellite or something you know um and brian i'd be willing to double i'd be willing to double your bet and say we don't see him for a month because they want at least three good weeks of number one in the box office so. yeah so may, maybe after fourth of july or something <laughs> yeah. when, when they you know happy fourth of july hope you saw the flash for the third time um there i just a little like an hour ago i found there was a uh, an interview with um the uh, the two headed uh, DC uh, studios figureheads and they at Gizmodo and it's a it's sort of another it's another side of the whole thing and it's a, it's a very candid thing where James Gunn is just doing that like oh everything sucked before what a mess what a disaster oh yeah right and you know, apparently and uh, people at the WP were not real happy with it yeah and I can and it's it, and I think it's like it's hard because his brand is like authentic. Right. Like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's no nonsense. He tells you what's going on, but not in like, a, he, it's not in a dickish way. It's just in a way that like you, you and he's your buddy and you guys are talking about, right. He sounds right? like a like nerd. He sounds like a nerd of the comic shop. That's yeah, what he sounds like. But except he actually has some power and knows what he's talking about. Right. And so I, um, and so the thing that he's, he's hyping up this flash movie and he, you know, this is the best superhero movie I've ever seen and blah, blah, blah. And it's hard to believe him because, right? You know, I mean, it's it's been like they cast Ezra Miller nine years ago, sure, for this role for for the Flash, like nine years ago in April. It'll it'll be nine years, and they, um, you know, it's so this ridiculous. Has been, it's it's like, so it, ridiculous it, when you just like lay it all out. I know when they when they I mean Joe when they first announced their slate of movies, like I remember thinking I'm going to be forty, bringing my my son who was who had probably just been born to go see the green lantern movie. And that was three years ago and it never happened. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the things that happened, and that was even a like out, 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 out there movie, you know, that's going to be 2020 forever. You know, it's five, six years from now. Can you believe it? And that never happened. Yeah. Um, so it's been this whole long thing. If the movie is bad, he's going to lose all of his credibility. 
Yeah, right. It's like, true. Definitely. So like, I mean, because he he's he's just being he's being honest and he's talking from the gut about like and from the heart. Like I believe that he loves these things and I believe that he is committed. Now, whether or not they pull it off is a different story, but we'll see. I, he can't, you know, I, I don't think he should. I think if the movie was bad, I can't. He 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 can he can say nothing. Yeah, you he know, could, he doesn't he have to say, say this nothing. Is the You're absolutely movie. right. Like, okay, let's remember back in the day. When Kevin Smith was still our buddy, we all loved him. He was writing comics. He was a super nerd. We're like, this guy kicks ass. He was working on Daredevil. It was beautiful. It was a great read. And then the Ben Affleck Daredevil is coming out. And Kevin Smith was like, this is going to be so much better than Spider-Man. It's better than Superman. It's the best damn thing I've ever seen. It is so cool. And we all went and saw Daredevil. And we went, this is terrible. (laughs) This is absolutely terrible. And it made Kevin Smith look like an idiot. It's one thing to be like, I'm so excited for my friend. He loves Daredevil. He gets to play the character. I'm super pumped for him. Mm -hmm. You say that, you haven't said the movie is the best superhero film ever made. <laughs> so I, I, I think I think that the only I think the only way, I mean, not the only way. Obviously, the movie could legitimately be wonderful, but I think that one of the only ways that um, this Flash movie is going to win everybody over is, uh, even if it's not a critical success, is that if it is a two hour long equivalent of the last 40 minutes of Avengers Endgame, <laughs> where it's just like, now look at this fan service moment. Look at this fan service right. moment. Now there's three of this Batman and two yeah, of it's, Flash. And maybe it's, it's a me. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, like, like, isn't that what the third Spider-Man movie was? Pretty much. You know? Yeah. Essentially. It, it, yes. Yeah. And I mean, and that, you know, that movie plot wise didn't have a lot going on, but it's, there's a lot of nice moments in it and, yeah. and fun stuff. Seeing those guys again. And like seeing Michael Keaton as Batman again, is going to be fun. Ben Affleck is a great Batman. Seeing that is going to be great. This new Supergirl looks interesting. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm hopeful, optimistic and, and like, I don't go to the movies anymore cause I don't want to get long COVID and die. But, um, I'm going to go see this one, yeah, same. you know, like, you know, that's just kind of where I'm at. Like, I, yeah, this, I'm, this, I have to go see this one. I, it's like, and it, look, I don't want, I'm not rooting for it to fail. I'm not at all, but it'll be what a bummer it will be. What I am more, it is it, morbidly fascinating what's going on. Right. <laughs> like you can't, uh, oh, there's no other so way to put it. It's a two hour train wreck, right? It's yeah, a car it crash be. movie. Like no, you got so, it. So real quick, uh, the suit. Let's talk about the suit because I I put a blown well, up version of it. This suit is better. I put a blown up version of it in our Discord on the nerd movie, uh, the nerd, pardon me, nerd of the movies channel, and it looks better. It looks better. He's not wearing like a transformer outfit. It doesn't look like if he curls it's up, he turns into a sports car. You know, well, to do his body right. <laughs> yeah, it look. It's like the bumpy kind of textured sort of Superman costume. It looks like a superhero costume, not a yeah. suit of armor. The boots are still pretty crazy. So, um, John Sims, uh, who is proving himself to be the MVP of today's chat, um, has posted a rumor. I'm going to put rumor in quotes, considering the source. It's a Grace Randolph. Grace Randolph. Nonsense yeah. rumor, but let's Grace Randolph is not credible. She's a shill. Um, and uh, yeah. so, you know, take that with a whole bag of salt. She just calls, her, talk about. She calls her shot on it everything. It is fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, she says that... Um, the new Batman of the DCU, the incontinuity Batman is going to be a former Batman that cameos at the end of the flash. I don't buy that. Um, uh, spoiler alert. It will not be Val Kilmer because Val Kilmer is incapable, um, like physically incapable of performing the role. Um, 
and they could potentially stick around as the new permanent DCU Batman, Damien's dad. And she says, I know who it is, but it would be uncool to reveal the whole thing. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. This is bullshit. It, it would be uncool to call my shot in uh, two years early. Totally yeah. wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, going to be wrong. Because I also guarantee you this. It will not be Christian Bale. No. So that leaves George Clooney. No. And Michael Keaton, who we already know is in the movie. Right. So, no. I don't buy that for a minute. I Adam buy, West. It's the yeah. ghost of Adam West. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Dig up Adam West. Michael Keaton it's appearing the will, in that it's film. The will I, it's the Will I Am hologram version of Adam West. Yeah. Michael Keaton appearing right. in that movie is the worst kept secret out there. So we already know we're getting it. Nice job, Grace. Oh, that was the only secret. That was the hat. That was the 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 hat the hat rack to hang it on. Like, yeah. go see this movie. Michael Keaton's in it. Isn't that cool? Like the in the poster is the yeah. Batwing in it. The 1989 yeah. Batwing right. in the in the Batcave. It's the Flash standing in the middle of the 1989 Batcave. Like, yeah, sold. Okay. Like everything, everything about the Flash movie, the like all the selling points they've given us for the Flash movie have been about Batman. <laughs> It's like pretty much pretty much. They're not selling the flash movie on the merits of the character. Well, they're selling it on the merits of a different character. They're still trying to put out statements to let us know the actor that's playing the character is no longer a flaming dumpster fire. You know, Brian, the authority. What do you think? What do we think? I'm, I'm all like, I, he gave a hint like a week before the announcement when they were talking about, Somebody tweeted at him about like the richness of the characters, blah blah blah. And he's like, "Hey man, like the Dakota verse and the Wildstorm characters are awesome too." Yeah. And it was like, "Wait, what's he talking about?" And so then he comes up with this authority announcement, and I don't, I don't know what to make of it. Like, I don't, I don't know how you do it. I don't either. Um, I have some. It, it makes me nervous. It makes me very nervous. Like so, and, and the thing is, like when you say. Like, oh, this is like the Snyderverse, like dark edge. Like those comics aren't dark. No, they're literally no, not dark. Not really. And that's and like, if you have the opportunity, go back and read that first 12 issues. It is flawless comics. They are. Oh, yeah. Like they're wonderful. A, they literally glow. They yeah. are like Laura Martin is a genius. I cannot handle how good her like her comics are so beautiful. And yeah. like there was something just so special about that book. They're edgy because the same, but they are not the dark. Same, they're definitely well, edgy, but they're but they're edgy, but they're they're not. I mean, but they're not edgy. It's just like I know what you mean, but it's like they're they're in that like it's extreme, more like they're topical, right? Like because they're 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 uh, you know un 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 dethroning dictators and well, sure, but like, see, but so they're do, like the you know the first arc is the you know the the Gamoran. Gamora, uh, murderer, right, God, you know, the, the yeah. Kaizen Gamora is destroying the earth. And then it's like that weird invading British alien army. And yeah, then like, the, and the then they fight God. England. So like the other yeah. stuff comes, it's more of like the Millar stuff is the, or the, the Miller stuff is the dictator stuff. And, oh yeah, and that's, the, ult- the ultimate business. But this is like, and, and so the fact that he's like, the gun is focusing on all the pictures are Brian Hitch authority, right? There's no Frank Quietly stuff. It's just, it's just Brian Hitch and, and, you know, Paul Neary and, and Laura Martin. And it's based on the Warren Ellis scripts, which are like succinct and perfect. Like there, there's, there are maybe three or four like things where it's like, you don't even need this on the page, but everything else is like, so it's so decompressed in that, in the good way. Yeah. It's like no one learned the right way to do it. He, he figured out how to do it in American comics and everyone else was like, Oh, you need me to take a, a two issue story and spread it over six. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm taking one, one, a, a single issue plot and using time and action 
to expand it over four issues. Absolutely. And there's well, and yeah, that, they're, and they're just he, perfect four issue arcs. So, what, so what do we do in the movies? Uh, so in the movie, it's got to be big and bold and right. bright and beautiful. And they have to be like, like the, the, the destruction is, is chaotic and, and amazing. And like Apollo, like there's a, there's the, the scene where Apollo like looks across and he, it's just like a spray of, of like uh ocular laser. Right. It's right, just right, like right. a wake. Right. Cause he, and yeah. it's just, it's this beautiful thing. Like it's just, it's people going to work, but they're not the sarcastic, like, bitter cynical stuff is the Miller stuff. Like that came yes. later. Yes. You know, like there's so much of that, like, and then like, um, uh, Ed Brubaker kind of, I don't think he really knew what he was doing with that. And he kind of did like this really, cause that's a really dark book with, with Dustin Nguyen. And like, yeah, you know, they take over the, the, the U S and like all that stuff. Like they didn't know what to do anymore. But the first one is just like, we are, a, we are a superpower. The planet cannot defend itself. We're here to, we're here to defend them. So how we're do they, sticking up for the little guy. How do they make them as either a counterpoint or different from what they're going to build with everybody else that's inevitably going to be in some type of Justice League? So because I, they can't I think be the, the Justice thing, League. I think they can. The Justice League is so, and, and that's something if we could talk about Superman in, in a minute, but the I don't think they need to be. There's no I there. It's it's ironic because there there is the iconography right like sure. like Ellis was so focused on the seven right and that and that's why it works since there's seven of them and like everyone has a purpose and they're doing what yeah. they're doing yeah and it's and because he because he you know all of his cam girl you know fanaticism he knows what he's doing like he's he's an expert <laughs> like he's 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 yes. one of the best that's ever done it because right. he knows yeah. what he's doing but you've got these people but they don't have to they're not the guy standing up front like they had to eventually like reveal themselves to the world yeah right? like it came from that Stormwatch black we're we're doing this in secret like we're the underground and we're stopping and then the problem is the threats got too big yeah in the first issue they are the 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 clones from gamora come and destroy moscow and then jackson and, and christine the stormwatch people are in the un they're like i don't know what to do like we're screwed we don't have stormwatch anymore because the, the the satellite flew into the sun because it was full of aliens right and they're like we're screwed what do we do and then the the a, a door opens and jenny sparks walks out and she says hey sorry we were somewhere else that's not going to happen again yeah and like i think that's it like you they have to be they're in the background yeah i they're think you can establish the it like they've been here and superman and Batman, like they've been here too, but they've been in the forefront doing stuff. These guys have been doing stuff in the background. And now the threats that they are dealing with are becoming so large that they have to like have to come out into the world. I mean, they can do they could do off earth stuff. Right? Sure, they could be sure. the literal global protectors of we you guys handle Earth. We're not going to let anything get past us. Right. We're the we're the planetary like a sword type thing. Yeah, you know, like that—that's—that's that's who we are. Which, I mean, which again is very based on you can see the authority stuff there with the ship and everything. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. but but that's the whole thing, right? Like we are—we're the planetary protectors. Yeah. And while the the Justice League deals with their stuff and and fighting Metallo and Brainiac and all that crap, even though the Authority could beat the hell out of Brainiac, but doing all that stuff and just like but big and bold and I don't want dark, I don't want brown dust clouds. <laughs> I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, I don't oh, want yeah. all that trench coat. Like, I don't want, not a yeah. single like, trench coat, please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, the, on the midnighter. 
Yeah, no, you can well, put it in I mean, trench but then it's like the midnight but, but maybe trench also on, on Jack Oxmoor and maybe on Jenny. Um, but so the, my only thing about <laughs> so it is only that three trench coats. That's all. <laughs> that's where we're drawing the line. Three, uh, <laughs> and maybe when, when Angie loses her, uh, you know, when she's naked, she can wear the trench coat. Sure. Um, because she put her, her, uh, nanobots away. The only, the, the, the concern I have is that the Jenny Sparks is such a perfect in the moment character of yeah. global protector. She's the protector of the century, the century babies. This is how this works. And like, I love her so much and reading those comics again, it's like, it's so, they're so perfect and she's so great. And it's like, she comes from being the, you know, the alcoholic, shut in foul mouth the hell alone. Yeah. i have nothing to do with like it's not my problem she gets into Stormwatch. she realizes it is my problem yeah like i have to do something and then she she does it and she's there and she's big and she's bold and she's uncomfortable but she does it and then she dies because it's the end of the century and i get that and they took so long trying to figure out that in the new century like jenny quantum and all that i don't think they ever really got that right i'd love no, to know warren else what, never... what his next idea was yeah because it was wrong but so the idea of doing the the authority in 2020 with jenny sparks makes my stomach hurt a little bit and well, not like and but, maybe they don't you know, maybe they don't do jenny sparks maybe it is just like look we got a picture here and maybe it is just you know apollo so, midnighter I, mean, I, I i think that Fox like more and I, I think we're being very optimistic that they're going to hew closely to the comic version we recognize because James Gunn said, you know, the authority is our chance to fold Wildstorm characters into the DCU. Yeah. And yes, that's true. Everybody in the authority is a Wildstorm character, but you, we've also had versions of the authority that are like Superman, Steel, uh, OMAC. Like, I don't want that. They're, they're not going to do that. We've, and other Wildstorm characters exist like the Wildcats, which I true. think is maybe a little too. Uh, I don't know if Wildcats, uh, I think it's kind of a, uh, I don't want to say it should be a TV show. I agree. I don't don't want to say it's a silly name, but like, I think the authority It is a silly name, (laughs) but I I just think the authority, I think the authority is like a a cooler sounding, like definitely, you know, major motion picture. And so like, are we going to get a version of the authority that is, you know, Apollo and the Midnighter or I think um, we do. Or are we going to get a version where it's like Midnighter grifter? You know, when like uh, Martian Spartan. Manhunter is like running the team, you know, or something. I mean, or- I don't know. I, I just, I, the authority things got me the most spooked because I'm with you, Brian. Like, I love that original run of the authority so much, but I also think that there's a lot that they'll never ever be able to get into. Like, we're, we're going to be dead before the end of this century. And so, <laughs> none of the stuff about Jenny being the century baby is relevant. Well, because yeah. and you don't use her. I think you don't use her because of the rel- or you use her and you don't just, don't, you just don't bring up that stuff. I suppose you know, that's the other thing. Yeah, you just don't ugh, mention that. Ugh. Which, but, but that, that made so, her really it's so special. ingrained in her character. Yeah, that yeah that's what I mean. Really it's special. so ingrained in her character that's just like it, she waited until like 1996. Slide, uh, sliding Albion it was the um, alternate Britain was the name of it, and, right? And. Uh, and so, like, she—that's her kind of her origin story, where it's like, yeah, she tried to, you know, she made a go of it in the '40s or the '20s or whatever, and then she went through, you know, sixty years of being drunk and doing nothing, and it wasn't until the last, literally, three or four years, depending on when that Ellis Run of Stormwatch started, of the century, that did she get her shit together? Yeah. 
And so like the way, the reason Jenny Sparks is so compelling is that like she didn't figure things out and become who she needed to be until the end of her life. That's why I'd say don't use her. Don't use her. Yeah. And, uh, or uh, don't give me a watered down version. Yeah, I can know, use right. everybody else. I'm fine with. They've got, they've, you've got your cool, you know, like gay couple. That's your Batman, Superman homage. You've, you've got uh, the, you know, Jack Hawksmore. Love that character. That would be awesome on screen. You could do everybody else. Literally the engineer. <laughs> absolutely. Try, you know, I, 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 I shudder to think how uh, people would respond to a character with the abilities of Jack Hawksmore. It's like, yeah, I talk to cities. <laughs> no, awesome. But, you know, we gave, well, like James Gunn gave him a talking tree. So, I mean, yeah, that? I'm not worried at all. We sold and we sold, you know, Rocket Raccoon, Joe. We're going to be fine. <laughs> so and Werewolf by Night. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's just like, Brian, we're going to keep uh, rolling here, but it is always good to talk to you, my man. Yeah, right. Later, guys. You bummed me out a little bit. But, oh, uh, man. You know. I'm so sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like. No, the authority without Jenny Sparks, read the last like 40 issues of authority. I know they don't work. And there's a reason, I know, you know, like, I, know. It's, I agree. It's, it's, you, you need six. They, they, they made the, the doctor in Swift, the same character at some point. Like they don't know what they're doing. Anymore. Yeah. It's a huge mess. You're right. I, I just like, mess. like, let's, let's just stand in solidarity with one another in our <laughs> cautious optimism, but also I'm just going to go read book one of the authority, which is those 12 issues and a couple short stories all over again. Cause they are, fantastic report back I in the back issue channel please we would love to hear yeah they're great i'm reporting now they're awesome let's do again. it i'm gonna go read them okay all right later guys bye, later right uh jim says by the time the end of the century rolls around we'll all be downloaded into the net and we'll live forever it's true so, Willy toots. i guess we got that going for us Wooly toots get in here it is toots time damn it oh shit <laughs> comes in what's cussing. happening comes in cussing how we doing <laughs> what's up baby i'm sorry i forgot this is a it's all right family friendly show. 13 we can PG have 13. all the shits um, we want we can have a couple shits hey, one they, can say, they say that on tv network tv so they say it on wrestling you can say it here okay cool hi boys what's happening how we doing hey, what are we rapping about a while it's been a while <laughs> uh, Good morning. Uh, first off, hey, I wanted to. I'm going to start off by kissing your two-headed ass. Oh boy. Oh. Okay. Now, I listen to a lot, a lot podcasts. You know what I mean? Because I have an average of six to six, seven, eight hours a day. Right. Where I just hiking around. I forgot what music is. I just listen to podcasts. I and audio books from time to time. So. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I got to say this about your podcast is the only one that involves the fan base like you guys do and allows idiots like myself <laughs> from your fan base to contribute and be part of the show and, and, and do a segment or write a review or yeah. whatever, man. Like, and, I, I, that's, that's what's, that's really special about your guys' show. Look, I'm just tell you that. Look, right now. the re, okay, I'm going to be brutally honest here. You guys inspire most of what happens on the show and give us the ideas that we it's have. True. We it pluck true. this shit off the Discord. We have tricked you into going to our Discord and yeah. doing our work for us. <laughs> and Amen. we love you yeah. for it. Thank you. <laughs> and, I mean, look, and I like all, to think that everyone's happy about it. Do, everyone's happy to do all, it. Like, you know it's like I mean? you guys are it's our ridiculous. writers' room, right? You yeah. know, we're the actor. We're the actors on the show, and you guys are the absolutely writers. Room. Absolutely, you're the, you're, the, you're the guy writing all the jokes for. Uh, you know, Alec Baldwin on 30 Rock or whatever. And we're the... But yeah, like nobody else, like 
you know, to get on any other podcast, <laughs> you got to be a podcaster or you got to be a, a influencer or a YouTuber or something Celebrity, or a writer yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? But you guys are just like every, any schlub that thinks that our show is good can, well, even if you think our show is bad, come on over. <laughs> and I love it. Okay. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. Now that leads into, I'm going to talk very briefly about my second favorite comic book based podcast. <laughs> Uh, uh, which was the Werewolf by Night podcast, but they re- they're rebranding themselves as the uh, Bronze Age Monsters. So, because they've read Whoa. everything uh, Werewolf by Night, and so they are now moving on um, to other Bronze Age um, characters and uh, mostly weird and monster focused. That's fun. so like I'm super pumped. So this whole year, uh, they're going to be going over Satan. They are going oh, over. Nice. Um, it's Son of Satan. Nice. Basically. But like every appearance of him. And then, of course, there's other, like in the other early Marvel uh, horror magazines and stuff, they did, they did some other satanic stories. I don't know if they're going to push Satana in there or not, but um, they're definitely doing Son of Satan. So I just bought the complete classic Son of Satan collection. I've never read those. And I'm, yeah, it starts off. I you think, know what? If there's one or, thing about, if there's one thing people know about the two headed nerd is that we love Satan. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's why, I, that's why I had to bring it up. Yeah. Are you kidding? I, I got a super up. satanic shirt on right now. Come on. It's on <laughs> fire. You know? <laughs> I love it. I got an evil dead poster in the background too. Yeah. I think that's a, but that's super cool. Like Marvel bronze age monsters. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. What an it's, awesome idea for a podcast. They're doing. Yeah. And then I think then they're going to do mi- a mixed bag after they do son of satan but son of satan's gonna last like all year and then it was a long uh, run how many issues of son of satan was there oh you look up the complete classic son of satan uh collection and uh it'll show you everything that's in it like it's pretty nuts and then um then they're gonna do like a mixed bag season after that where they do like they're gonna cover living mummy uh, you know, like ones that didn't get their own series, but had like yeah. a handful of appearances. They're going to jump around to different characters. Okay, there. So think Son like of Satan started in Marvel Spotlight and then it spun yeah, yeah. out into. Son yeah. Like, Satan. I don't think he has like a, I don't think he has a long unbroken run, you know, in the sense that like yeah. Conan did. Or he Ghost was all Rider, over the he, place, but he did a lot of like, he did appear a lot in those anthology books like Marvel Spotlight or Marvel premiere or whatever. So yeah, next when I, when I get chances to call in like this, uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you know how I'm think how I'm feeling about Damien Hillstrom. Dope, sweet. Have uh, you uh, okay? Then uh, I'm going to talk about a new comic book coming up in April. Did you guys see this? So the and I know Matt, you're a big fan of Barbaric, which I picked up the first volume. I haven't read it yet. Oh, it's fun. It's so fun. Um, but that Michael, what was it, Morrissey? I believe it's Morrissey. Yeah, Michael Morrissey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He is writing a series for a blaze mm-hmm. uh, called the mighty barbarians. Did you guys see that? I did. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know what? I saw like a line item for it, but I don't, I, I don't know anything about he's it. He's been doing yeah, 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 it. Yeah. Too. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, it's sounds, it's straight up my butt crack. Like I can't, I can't <laughs> wait. It is uh, uh, Morgan Le Fay uh, gathers together a bunch of warriors and it's like um, uh, Anansi. Oh, nice! Uh, a Viking, like a Viking shield maiden, um, a shapeshifter, and then a uh, cull. And uh, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'm just pumped to see Can Cole they use, again. They, well, I guess they own the Conan stuff, so they probably have all the Robert E. Howard yeah, they would. Now. Yeah, they have the so. they have rights to do um, the characters. They did um, a Bali and, and Valeria series where they did those girls dirty, and it was just a graphically booby uh, uh, comic, and they uh, they, just, they didn't have the character. Like, come was, on, let Dynamite no, do that shit. That's you know that's their job. No version of Howard's character, like the voice of the characters was so wrong, but uh, whatever, sucks. man, that whatever. sucks. Do whatever. All right. I didn't read it. It's garbage. <laughs> uh, well, that's good for Michael Morrissey. Michael Morrissey. We like that guy around here and uh, that's awesome news. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, dude. I'm super nice. Super guy. excited too. Uh, okay. Now last, lastly, here's my topic. Okay. So um, I'm, I, even though I've been on comiXology for a couple years, okay. maybe, Maybe that long. Um, I'm still learning new things about it all the time. And um, so speaking of property of Robert E. Howard characters, Titan Comics has Conan the Barbarian now, right? Right. And um, when the latest Conan, uh, not comic, but the first novel about the character came out in like, I don't know, it's been like 10, 15, maybe 20 years. Right. Um, when it came out, Comixology was like, hey, here's a super sale on all this Conan stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was everything that Marvel had put out. Like, so all their recent epics, their uh, Omnis, and they even put out epics of some of the Dark Horse stuff. A lot of the Dark Horse yeah, stuff. Yeah, they put out a ton of it. And so it was all on sale, right? And it's like, it's on sale till blank date. I was like, oh, sweet. I already own it two, three times. Don't care. I don't have it digitally. I'm going to start picking at it. So I start grabbing a little bit of it at a time because it was a lot. And uh, when I got around to the point where I was like, okay, now I'm, I can, I can, I can get some more. I went back and it was, the sale was gone, even though they said it was going to last till this date. Boom. It's gone. Jerks. I'm like, okay. Now what happened there, I believe is that because the licensing changed, they're like we; these are gone. Yeah, now we're, you I know, guarantee. We're not, now, now they're back at full price. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, what I will do when I'm doing rereads is, um, man, I do so many read alongs with podcasts; it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, like the uh, podcast is doing um, some old Conan stories, and so I like to read the comic adaptations as well when I do my read alongs, and. What I'll do is I in Comicsology I will click on the book and you can go book details right and then right. I'll tell you what right. issues are in it. I try to do that one day and it's like I get this so sorry page pops up and I'm like okay what? Mm. Then I go to then I'm like well I guess I better just download them into Comicsology. Then I try to do that and it errors out for about 24 hours. And it's saying you can't download them. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I paid for these comics, but now I can't download them anymore. And all information about the collections are stripped off this. What's going on? Man, comicsology. It'll, it, I, I, and ugh. because it's now all Titans, right? So now right. Titan has all those books. And so you can't get the details on those books. And you can't, after 24 hours, I was able to download them again. And, uh, what? And, uh, and then I was like, okay, what the shit? And so now 
when I was so hyped on comiXology, like I didn't, you know, you guys, I've heard people complain on the show about like, oh, you can't buy through the app and you can't this and that. Well, I do all my buying on Amazon on my desktop anyways. So sure, like, sure. I don't give a crap. I never try to buy within the, and, and I read on Kindle. I don't read through comiXology and through Kindle, you can just buy straight right. books. Right. And so, um, so then I'm like, okay, the reality is kicked in. So I'm just buying a license yeah. or a lease yes. on these items because I cannot download them. It's not like they let you download PDFs. This is a definition you download of, like of a like file DRM. You can't even yeah. access unless you have Comixology or Kindle. Yeah, this has been going on for a long time. You don't own it. You are, you're yeah, renting and, this basically. It's like Blockbuster. You don't own it. And I'm <laughs> yeah, it upsets me. So now I'm asking the legion of nerds is there a super secret naughty app that lets you rip these out as yes. pdfs or anything like that of course or like there has is. anyone figured out a workaround I'm of like how course to get there your is. books and there are things we can talk about off air on our discord <laughs> that, you know <laughs> that's I, what I, i'm asking like, i'm just asking and, out into the air yeah i'm not I will asking any one person say, in particular i will say this on air i don't know that i've heard of a way for somebody to um, like create digital files is that to to like um um excrete the comicsology file into something that you can keep. Gross. Yeah. Like, I, would you there must be like a way, that? but I don't know. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'll, you Excrete? could I suppose literally take you could like literally save JPEGs of every page and then stitch them together. But that seems like a lot of work, guys. You know I'll be right back. Yeah, or like I got a wife yelling at me. I'll be right back. Yeah, you know, I'm like, like these it, online it. pirates. I, these know, online just, pirates aren't doing that. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm like there must be some sort of some sort of way. And with comicsology, I think comicsology is on its way out. I like I, I literally think that with all of the the shit that Amazon has put it through since they bought it, that comicsology will just go away. Like because it's uh, borderline unusable for many people right now. And uh, like it's great that if you if you own the proprietary Amazon reading device that you can just go in and buy stuff, but like a lot of people don't. And yeah. Uh, so I, like, I'd be stunned if there wasn't some way for, for, for you to kind of get around that. So, um, you know, we'll Matt, we can, we can noodle around. About I, that, like, I, I, yeah, I'm later. and it's not, you know, I, I was, you know, um, Jared, uh, yeah. The question of the week. Did you hear the question of the week? Run it by me again. Okay. I, I I heard it and I was like, I might have an answer, but that I wasn't. I was only half paying attention. Uh, not to not to change the subject. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to add about that? Was everything out on okay. my list other than you know? I mean, I'm more than welcome to um, give you my thoughts on the Squadron Supreme and their original uh, Squadron Sinister <laughs> appearances because I read all sure, Squadron Sinister. that I could <laughs> of the Squadron Supreme. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the question of the week was. Um, at what point, like what, what is the thing that makes you finally decide this comic book is not working for me and you drop it from your pull file? Like, when do you make the decision to stop reading? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that was me years ago. Um, when I found that the stories either gave me no joy, right. Or like, I felt like or, for me. So when I broke up with superheroes, um, mainstream superheroes, I should say. 
it was because I felt I got to a point where I was like, nothing changes and it, it's sure. all recycled over and over again. Sure. You can tell me, oh, but so-and-so had a great run on a book. Sure. And you know what they did? Something that somebody else did once before too. Like if you read it, you'll see, okay, everything is just, you know, and, 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 and monetarily too, Mon- money was a reason why I dropped a lot of books too, where I was like, I just I can't afford all the books or they stacked up and I'm behind a lot of books. So I'm obviously not reading them. Right. And like, like, you know, I'll even hear people calling and go, Oh, I didn't, you know, I'm not looking forward to reading that book. So I put it at the bottom of the pile. Well, if it's at the bottom of the pile, guess what? Cut it. Get uh, rid of it. Jimbo in our chat just said, Jared, come to manga. No resets. One story, no crossovers. Come to my side. <laughs> I, I have a lot. I have, I, I, I love, I have blade of the immortal. I have battle angel, yeah. ghost of the shell. He's not wrong. I have, if like, if uh, that's what you're looking for, lone wolf and cub, I got, I got a lot of that stuff. I got a lot, there I got go. a lot of mainstream manga and I'm reading chainsaw man now too. Nice. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm dabbling. And then I do a lot of like American manga, like Adam Warren stuff, you know, sure, like sure. I, yeah, you know, I, I'm all over. Uh, so yeah, man, like when the joy goes, me, that's like when, when that's I, when when you, I did, wasn't when getting goes. anything from the story anymore. And yeah. if, and, and yeah, man, that's when you drop it's it. It's tough. And I you know, like Matt, Matt and I will go into, we'll go deep into it when we get into our answers, but it's kind of hard if you've been reading something for a long time, you know, it, it well, like, listen, like when, you know, me, when I'm a completist, I'm like, well, I want all the Conan the Barbarian. And so then when he jumps into Savage Avengers, I'm like, that's not a Conan I want to read, but I can't help it. So what I do then is I go to the public library and I pick it up and I read it that way. And that way it's not costing me any money. Fair enough. It's not taking up any space in my house, but so I can you don't need to the own character. it. You don't need to have it in your collection. You just want to make sure you take yeah, it. Yeah, I want to read it. Yeah, right. I just want to read it. Fair yeah, enough. You know what I mean? And 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 if I like I can that. Read I think that's it, a good. I I think that's a great idea. If I can read it in another way, like uh, mainly through the library, like Twig, I was like, oh, I want oh, maybe I should buy Twig. I'm like, oh, I'll always search the library and be like, bam, look, they got the first volume. I'll just read it, and if I really like it, then I'll go get it. Right on. But like <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, I, I, I tried to figure out our o- Omaha Public Library system because everybody online is like, you got to try Hoopla, Hoopla, Hoopla. Guess we don't have hoopla, hoopla in Nebraska. Nope. We don't use Hoopla we, in Nebraska. We ain't got no Hoopla. Yep. And, and I, I was like, getting Hoopla. I, uh, I was getting Hoopla through Iowa. Uh, and then the, I think the Iowa library was like, wait a minute. This dude is, this is Nebraska, this is Nebraska library card. And they, and I think they cut me because I, I, contacted hoopla directly and i was like hey what happened and they're like you have to talk to the library yeah so then i emailed the library and they ghosted me because they don't like, have, oh man because they don't want to be they don't want to be like sorry kid <laughs> you know yeah like at this like do i have to go across the river and open a p.o box in council bluffs you to, might have hey, to, it's just like uh, sports gambling what? baby you got to drive across the river place your bets on your yep. phone and then drive back to nebraska <laughs> like, you know <laughs> you know what you know, our, our current slogan nebraska it really isn't for everyone and that's true because <laughs> of bullshit like this it's like why use the universal standard by all like right god forbid jared we got to keep moving here man it's always good to hear from yeah. you mr toots yeah. Have Bye, a good one. Be Love safe ya. out there, okay? Bye. Bye. Let's get Franklin in the room. Franklin. <laughs> Frank, how are hey, you? I love your your avatar on on Zoom. <laughs> it looks like an Easter Island head. I love it. Yeah, that's it's from uh what is that from? 
um, the, you know, Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just playing around with it. Fair the enough. Filter. So, sorry. Kids, just, I'm sick. just, I was just dry, driving onto Long Island. I'm there now, so I can talk. Nice. <laughs> carried up my luggage. So, what's hey, happening? So, uh, Long Island. Answer, I'll answer, I'll answer my answer of the week. Okay. It's, um, it's when uh, when Rob Liefeld started on the X Men, and I kind of gave up all comics. <laughs> yeah, um, broke your heart. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm not even kidding. It's like that was the point where I was like, "This isn't for me anymore." Right. This art sucks. I can't get get into it. I mean, I, I kind of dabbled back into it a little bit in early 2000 when um, when the what was it like Kingdom Come came out, and when and when Marvels came out, it was like, "Oh, these are amazing." But, you know, like after that kind of, you know, it's the same thing yeah. that, uh, you know, uh, what Toots was saying. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like I've read the story three, four, five times already. So I'm not going to go back and read it again. Art as switch- good as the art might be. Yeah. Art switches can be tough because it's like, especially yeah, if yeah. you still love the writer and you still love the characters. Right. And it's right. one thing if it's like, okay, the artist that I love. He's taking a couple months off, so they're doing a you know a couple fill in artists for these two issues. He'll be back. Yeah, no big deal. You know they'll they'll be exactly. back in a minute. But if they're like, and here's your new series artist, oh. someone you hate. <laughs> you know, like, right? Ah, it was just I was it. just like, come <laughs> on with this guy, right? Like you know, yeah. So it was, and and then and then not only it was it was him, it was every artist trying to emulate him. Yeah. And I didn't understand why. And I still don't understand why people wanted to be like him. It's, but like, I'm glad it's not to see a question. They, that all Okay, guys- here's exactly why. Because it's sold and Marvel editorial. Right. Everybody sells. do that. Everybody do that. Right. <laughs> but right, and it right. still sells exactly. because everybody that was a kid back then is an yeah. adult now. Yeah. yeah. Like, I saw people bagging on a cover. Like, Marvel released a cover to... It was a variant cover to. Uh, oh, they were doing the extreme some, covers. Recently. Some random X book. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and uh, like in the current Krakoa era. Yeah. And it was Cable, and they were bagging mm. on it. It was Rob Liefeld. It was a terrible drawing. And yeah. they and they were like, I can't believe, I can't believe that Marvel is like paying them. And I'm like, I looked, I looked at it, and being, you know, being the hopeless forty five year old nerd that I am, I was like that cover is 35 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Like that drawing's 30 years old. They're just, they're just, yeah, they're just milking yeah. it. That's, right. that's this probably the something that's already, that's probably a pinup from an old comic, mm-hmm. not even a cover that they were like, we're going to slap a logo on it and sell. Yeah. And they probably sold a bunch of them. Uh, look, people liked them. Yeah. Go to eBay. Those extreme variants, they're selling. People are it's buying It's not them. just <laughs> the extreme variants. It's that like, People unironically are like are are coming back in defense of Rob Liefeld. Okay, <laughs> like, and I get loving an artist. Yeah, and and that's a whole different another. It's a whole another dis- discussion, really. And to say like, yeah, somebody like art is in the eye of the beholder. Yes, right? it's when and we talk so about it, yucking somebody's yum. You know, for example, like we we make fun of Todd McFarlane when we go back and look at those Spawn issues, or when we even go back and look at his Hulk and Spider Man issues, we make fun of him because it's ridiculous. But we got to remember at that time, yeah, I I would literally shove kids out of the way. Should yeah, get to Todd McFarlane Spider-Man. Like if I, there's one issue left and that nerd looks like he's going for it, I'm gonna hurt him. You know, <laughs> like I, yeah, I remember. You know? <laughs> and it's just uh, like I, 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 I looked at I looked at that cover and they all thought it was this new thing that Marvel commissioned, like in the year of our Lord 2023. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like you can tell by the like how many extra lines are on it like his style is way different now or it's not way different but it's 
No, it's not way different. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, like a like everything back then was like as many hash marks as you can fit in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because that's how yeah. Jim Lee oh, yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and they, he doesn't do that so much anymore. But like I, I was like, no, that's old. Marvel just slapped the logo on that thing and and tricked you. And yeah. like I, so, the, and people yeah, still yeah. go for it. It's crazy. Yeah. People still love it. I, I remember. Uh, I remember. You know. You know. What kids, the kids fuck like is that, this Spider-Man like cover? This is what the Marvel. Is these are the Marvel Extreme covers. Oh, no. I'm telling you, they've been doing these extreme <laughs> variants. <laughs> Come on, I can't see it. I'm on my phone. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've been dropping. Oh, oh right. Ryan Stegman. At least this yeah. is a, a modern yeah. artist. Like, no, but Stegman unabashedly loves McFarlane. Like it's that's true. where he no, came from. You guys. You know. Do you guys remember when, um, I mean, I only, I only, I was only made aware of a bionic <laughs> arm. I see him a bionic <laughs> arm. And he's shooting his webs out of his wait, guns. Wait, wait. Joe. <laughs> are, you sure? are you sure that's not, there's a web, there's a, there's a, there's a Twitter account called positively Liefeldian. Yes, are you, are I love you it. you sure it's not from that? I love that. I it, love yeah. it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, are you sure yeah. it's not from there? I know. <laughs> they, it's they, not. They, they did the 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 Spider Man wedding cover, and you had Spider Man with bionic arm. Yeah, it was hilarious. Aunt May had this like this like crazy look on her face, and she was wearing a teeny tiny mini skirt. It was <laughs> it was insane. Gross. Um, but I, I remember, yeah, I remember a friend of mine in college when I was in art school was like we were talking about Todd McFarlane, and I'm mean, this guy just goes. Tom McFarlane does not know what a skeleton looks like. No. And I was like, <laughs> no. oh my God, he's right. <laughs> no, because like, I mean, it's one thing to have Spider-Man. I get it. Spider-Man's a limber dude and he's bouncing around. His knees are higher than right, his right. head and stuff. But then there'd be like panels where like, not only is his knee higher than his head, but it's like bending to the right 45 yeah, degrees. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he should probably go to the hospital there? for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, when that was, happens in a football game, McFarlane. people take like, a knee yeah. and pray like, and stuff. And we watched it. Yeah, yeah. Oh God! And then they, they like, bring I, that guy out on the stretcher. Yeah. Right. Uh, like I, <laughs> like I, everybody. It, it reminds me of um, that that controversy when uh, uh, they they relaunched Spider Woman and and Milo Manara did that cover of Spider-Man. Oh God! Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The butt and, up in like the air. that's it's that's problematic for a number of of ways uh, for a number right. of reasons. But they were making fun of the anatomy of it, and I'm like, you guys have not experienced what i've experienced no, like yeah. i've seen things yeah that is tame anatomy compared <laughs> to some yeah, of these like, guys that's i mean nothing. i get that that's an uncomfortable pose but you haven't like i don't know how like how you've forgotten like how we used to get characters with spines that yeah. curved the wrong way. Oh, they're like yeah, literally yeah. they'd be Listen, standing, but they're back, like they're bent in a <laughs> V, you know, oh, like, Oh, that, <laughs> that, that weird, like, like arch in the back. Yes. And, oh my God. Right? But, but you, like, don't, you don't know what an awkward, you don't know what an awkward, uncomfortable pose is until you've had the male model modeling as Spider-Man upside, hanging upside down, completely naked yeah and you're like oh god why did he get the beans above the frank how did he get the beans above the frank oh man but you know anyway anyway the only thing the great show i i heard most of it i kept cutting in and out because of the i was driving but um i love the discussion on on the new dcu and everything that's happening with there and i'm looking forward to that flash movie now i am not looking forward I am to too. the Shazam movie now because you know 
Well, he opened his mouth and he said something stupid. I'm like, oh God, he's one of them. I don't even oh, care great. about that so much. I mean, like, look, I, 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 I care because like, yeah. oh, okay, thank you. Now you've joined the Legion of Morons that I don't have to pay attention to. Yeah. But yeah. like, I won't, I'm not going to let something like that affect the movie viewing. I just don't think the movie looks very interesting. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's okay. I'll bring my kids. I want my kids to see it. Yeah, it will be a fun, it'll be a fun popcorn movie. Like, it'll be better than Black Adam. But, right. Like, so this, spoilers for Wakanda Forever. The movie is out. It's on Disney Plus. I saw it. I loved it. I loved it. Like, when, when we were all debating, it's like, what's going to happen? We know now that it's going to be a Black Panther. There's going to be a new Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And then when they released a newer trailer, it's like, oh, the Black Panther is a woman. And so like we spent, we spent an entire year speculating, are they going to make Shuri the Black Panther? That's what follows the comics. Right. He was pretty but, Shuri about that. <laughs> okay. All right, <laughs> sir. Don't make, security. Security for today. don't make me call um, security. Don't make me call security. It's one of those vaudeville hooks that has come from <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, the, the Sandman. They used to call him. Answer. They'd come out with a big hook. <laughs> <and he's> like, <laughs> pull you off stage. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but five days. first of all, like Shuri is so young in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. also Letitia Wright has said some really boneheaded shit. Oh, and God. so when they Great. actually, when the movie came out it was like, well, yeah, of course it's Shuri because it's a, it's a, it's like a bloodline thing. And yeah, it's a, of course. Like it couldn't be Okoye, even though everybody wanted it to be Okoye or Nikki or and. Mm. And it was Shuri, and I was just like, because now what are we getting? Like, but know. I mean, you have to do it. There's comic book precedent first. Second, well, I don't, I don't care. really care so much about the comic book precedent. The actress but. can say whatever the hell she wants. It's still a good movie. It makes sense, and it's leading to the bigger story of, you know, no, the whole that, the that world of Wakanda say whatever changing the hell they want. and stuff no, like that. There are consequences. I agree. She can say whatever she wants. She just has well, to be I willing mean, to pay those consequences. <laughs> so, but it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Sure. But I'm not going to let that ruin my that, movie viewing. You know, like it is what it is. She said something dumb. It's not like she, she shot a kid, you know, or something like that would be mm-hmm. different. <laughs> she didn't give a, she didn't give a no. baby a handful of bullets. Like <laughs> right. really, yeah. She didn't feed a baby right. a handful of bullets and not give feed. It's different. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy, uh, Frank. Okay, <laughs> record scratch. February sixteenth. Do you oh. know what happens? Yes. I bet you're wondering how Picard. I got myself in this situation. Picard yep. season three. Here we Picard, are. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm, I'm, um, I'm more, it's got I read a review. I, I read a review yeah, yeah. of the entire season on the AV Club. They were like, Ooh, oh. "It's the best. It's the best of all." Yes. The they, they basically said like, "Okay, they, they did what we wanted them to do." Finally, it they gave it a B, they gave it a B, a B plus, which is glowing uh, from the AV Club, and that same um, reviewer and, was not happy at all with season two. Like, and and they were like, "Look, it's not that it doesn't have its flaws, but it's they finally figured out what we wanted from the show." Yeah, hmm. they they cool. figured out what we wanted from the show, and they delivered it right. And I am so excited! It looks wonderful. Oh, I can't wait! It looks excellent. I I, I can't. And I needed I to just wait. wash season two away. That's what I needed to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, and I, well, you know, I, I, I found things to enjoy in season two. It's not that I think it's brilliant, but like season one, like I season one, I was like, okay, yeah, this is fun. Mm-hmm. And then they season lost me good. at the end where it's like, 
And now the machine gods have come from the uh, limbo space. Like what? Don't disagree what with season that, one. Started very strong and then off. fell off. And, and then, then season two started fairly strong, but I would say fell off even faster than season one. And I think, I, that, thought, I think, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Frank. I thought that, I thought that season, the end of season one was going to lead into the end of the season two of discovery with I, the AI. I, I think everybody did. Oh, I think yeah. the writers yeah. did. And then the, the Picard yeah. writers were like, no, <laughs> no, we've got some wacky <laughs> exactly. plan for next season. <laughs> well, and then, you know, they, and then they couldn't leave well enough alone in season two or like, I love a time travel Star Trek. Uh, and when they were like, yep. Yeah, and we're bringing back, it's more soon. And yeah, the the, yeah. the the real life daughter. Oh wait, wait. And space. They didn't have to space do that. Space God Wesley. You know, Don't forget about we, Space God Wesley. Oh, well, I mean that happened. He's a time lord now. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they inherited that problem. But, um, I don't know. I, but there are still things that like I love seeing Q and I love seeing Guinan and blah blah. Yeah. blah. But uh, I, this I season, the this season three. Mm. Frank, you were saying mm. you thought Go the Q storyline. I was saying I thought I thought the Q storyline was was really great i really loved seeing q it was like a great exit for q you started know, it was, great it was i think this, it started yeah great. it started i i think it i think okay it started great the middle was a little slumpy eh. but the end was i'm sorry i you know i i cried man i really did it no was there like, were, it was like tender junk. but at the same time it's like the payoff was just yeah. so weird and the way they got there was weird and like like i liked how they said goodbye season. to the character and everything but the they just uh, got so muddled. The whole thing got so muddled the, in everything. The, the, the just whole, like, what are we doing? The whole season was weird. Yeah. It, no, it, Frank, was, it was, I, I, yeah. I have to talk to you. I have to get real granular and, and nerdy with you here oh, for a minute. Okay. Um, right. Has it been common knowledge that the Enterprise will appear? Now, I know that it does because I saw it in the trailer. Yeah. I, I did. But did I we, it, did we know that the enterprise was going to be in it or was it just, was it just not really something they talked about? I mean, we, I, I've been seeing, I, I have been seeing stuff on, on, uh, Twitter, my Twitter account only follows Star Trek and comic book stuff. Sure. So, um, I mean, that's, you know, um, you, yes. but I've been, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter, like pictures of the enterprise. This is the new yeah. enterprise. This is the new constitution so class. It, and, but it, let's be it, real. Let's be real. So I, I think so. Even without it, telling us directly, did anyone think that it wouldn't? Did well, I, I would have been disappointed if they did. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like, I would have been really, dis- <laughs> I, I would have been really disappointed, but also not surprised considering the track record of the yeah. last two seasons. All right. All right. No. I, and mm. so, uh, okay. That's and, fair. And so um, in the most recent trailer, the longer trailer where it's just like, here's everybody. Yeah. Um, and like Riker's like, this is the end. You know, Riker says, this is the end, my friend. And Worf fights mm. uh, Rafi and blah, 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 all this stuff. And there is a scene where a bunch of sh- uh, Starfleet ships are bearing down on the, the villain, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you pause it fast enough, one of them is clearly labeled NCC-1701F. Oh, yeah. There's some oh, weird... Okay. And so it's stuff. the Enterprise F. I don't even remember what happened right. to the Enterprise E. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> it crashed. It, uh, Tia, uh, Deanna Troy crashed it. Oh, all right. Well... Well, she shouldn't have been driving remember. in the first place, so... <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have been driving in the first place. <laughs> and, uh, a terrible so idea. I, like, oh, I saw the Enterprise Counselor, F, take and, the oh, wheel. and, like, I, I like, no. an, an electrical charge shot up the back of my spine, and mm. I was like, if they do not spend at least 
half of this show on the Enterprise, I will die. Yeah, we riot. Well, I'll die. We riot. You know, rumor. The rumor is that this is not the that this may be the last final season of Picard, but it may launch into a new series that is set in this contemporary Star Trek oh universe. Well, there's <laughs> I know I'm right. There's too I'm much to that. revisit, not to do it because like you can touch on yeah. all these Look, characters from Deep I, Space Nine, from Voyager, right. from you know, like it, come on. I, I'm not saying this is what they should do because I watched that Star Trek Deep Space Nine documentary and Avery Brooks in his old age is kind of a wacko. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, the new, the current Star Trek ongoing comic where they've brought back Cisco and he's like, He's it's trying great. to figure out linear time again. It's, it's great. It's so good. Mm. Yeah. Like Ooh. I would, I, like I please just bring back, you could do anything Cisco adjacent and I'd be, I would. <laughs> oh, I would love it. I'm yeah. on, I'm in the tank for I it. I got bad news. I think Avery Brooks I, was a weirdo back in the day too. <laughs> probably. I mean, whatever. All the time. Well, yeah. On the show. <laughs> go, watch, go watch that five captains. Uh, there's a five captains documentary. Yeah. Hosted by William oh, Shatner. Yeah. It's so good. And Avery Brooks. Is, it's great. It's great. But Avery Brooks. He's is, a weirdo. He is, he is a, I'm, I'm going to say this. He is what, um, like, you know, John Coltrane is the jazz to acting. Like he's just this. He goes off on these like yeah tangents. Well, he's a stage. He, he's great. He's like a stage actor. Yeah. Like he came from yeah. the full on like classical stage acting. And, right. And it's well, yeah. Oaks. It's like you know, it, it, like he's he like the equivalent of one too. of those guys, like one of those old timey stereotypical guys that would show up and it's like I am an actor. Yeah. Well, he's a song you know? and dance and man like, right, too. Like exactly. he came yeah. out of musical theater and it shows just in the way he talks. You can hear it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. the dude's still kicking. Uh, Rene Bourgeois is dead, which is a bummer. But yeah. Yeah. Um, like Kira still alive. Like most of the well, most of the cast, yeah, of the cast most, most of the cast is still there. The, and yeah. you know what? Cole yeah. Meany isn't doing anything. I want to see. I got. I got to see Steve O'Brien. Somebody from Deep Space Nine. I hope he's somebody well. from Deep Space Nine. I hope he's well. Should be in it. I. Somebody said. Somebody said. I want Chief O'Brien in it. I heard. I heard. Was listening to another podcast. They said Chief O'Brien better be in this, even if he's just standing behind a transporter console. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah it, it also would bring up like, oh, so no one retires. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah, in yeah, the yeah future, you don't have to retire. <laughs> uh, so um, speaking of Twitter, as we were, there is that uh, like annoyed O'Brien Twitter account where it's yeah, just great. like. Who teleported my lunch into the wormhole? <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. Frank, we're going to keep oh, moving here, man. So many. Good to talk to yeah, you. Brother. Thank right, you, guys. Frank. Yeah, I really needed that Star Trek talk, Frank, and I can't wait to talk to you about it next time. Michael Severe has his hand up. Michael, how are you, buddy? Hey, how you doing? We're good. We're good. What's up? Haven't What's heard up? from you for a while. How are you? Well, I had to I had to get in because, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a prayer. I, uh, I don't talk about, you know, thoughts and prayers, but I was really worried about Joe. Joe was missing too much time. I know. I was very concerned. My thoughts were there. I was worried about him. So I just wanted to make sure he was okay. He's all right. Well, thank you, buddy. I, I, I still sound like a an old granny with a four pack a day habit, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm making it work. <laughs> we're, we're making it happen. How are you? More importantly, I'm good, man. I can't complain. I'm I'm six weeks after a uh, total knee replacement, Heard so you know, I'm just 
kind of getting around, you know, doing that kind of thing. You're a cyborg but, uh, now. Like, do you, I am a any part of yeah. you like want to just like crush humanity or like, is it just like a quiet voice right now? <laughs> I had that. I had that before the knee. Oh, I mean, oh, right. the knee. okay. I mean, there. to be quite frank, we've deserved it for a long time. Yeah. So. That's probably why they sought you out then. They're like, oh yeah, you got a bad knee. And then they put the robot part in. They're like, <laughs> we are, uh, we are the family watching like way too much TV, but I wanted to get into a couple of things and some of them are old and some new let's do it um we watched uh army of thieves and army of the dead okay uh as a family and with army of thieves which i didn't even know came out i'd never heard of it that's it the second biased, one. that's right? the second one yeah it's, it's like, like a prequel it's like the first one but the second one yeah it's a prequel so it's, the, yeah, it's, it's a prequel. prequel but made second anyway um we're watching it's really by the way it's really interesting especially if you're into the safe cracking stuff, which I was into as a, as a little kid, because if you, if you were around in the seventies, everybody seemingly was trying to get in the safes. I don't know why. Oh yeah. Every movie. I love, I love, I love heist anything. Yeah. I'll give me a heist yeah. show, a heist movie. But I'm on board. any movie where you got a guy with the little ocular thing and he's got the stethoscope and pins in the safe and then like a drill. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> Let's crack this safe. I love it. Although, <laughs> although this guy just puts his ear to it. That's it. Oh, yeah, he's that's cracking. a cop out. Yeah, I know. He's, yeah, I like he's got a special hearing thing. And there's zombies going on, of course. Of course. At the same time. So if you have if if you haven't watched Army of Thieves and Army of the Dead, I, I recommend it. And then I, they're gonna I, make a third one, supposedly. I watched I thought Army, Army of the Dead, Dead was, I was dumb it. fun. I, I enjoyed it. I, I had fun it. with it. I, I yeah, just, dumb fun. And fun. I think it helps if you watch Army of Thieves first. Oh, fun. Because okay. that gives you the background of what's going on in the country, what's happening over in England, right. The safe cracker, all that stuff. And then, it, then you go right in the army of the dead. Watch it that order. It's, no, I will it's better 100% to watch that agree. This is what Snyder should be doing. This is his wheelhouse. Yes. And this is what he's good at. Yeah. This is what he definitely. wants to do. He even came out and said like, I, this is the stuff that interests me. I don't think he's interested in Superman and Batman. I think he had took a job, made some money. Sure. But he yeah. wants to do horror. That's his, that's what he's always done best. Let him do it. Yeah. If you watch the making of it, his thought pattern about zombies is at a level of like, I don't know, like a physicist talking about atom disintegration or something. He's just at another <laughs> level when he's talking about zombies and and what he wants to do and how and the different kinds, you know, the different kinds of zombies that yeah, were in yeah. Army of the Dead. That's like all from his brain. He's no, he's a he's a weirdo character. and I get it. And, you know, like and like yeah. that was the thing like that kind of threw me with the pregnant zombie and the first one was like ah. Eh, like, my wife called that like right away. I, she goes, "Oh my god, she's pregnant!" Yeah, and I said, "You think everybody's pregnant?" And then, of course, she there was. Were she was pregnant. There were plenty yeah. of hints, but like, yeah. it's one of those things like George A. Romero, who you know, like the Godfather of zombies, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, I love all the Romero movies until later on when he started getting into this like time to make some new zombie rules, and I was like, ah, right? I don't need a king zombie. I don't need you know like a zombie that can talk and order zombies or like. Eh. Like the whole idea you know, like of the alpha zombie, the alpha zombie was ripped, I, man. I, I did put together. I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I don't need that. I, yeah. I would rather see someone who learns how to control zombies maybe, but like, yeah, I like right. the idea of just the pure mindless, massive oh, monsters. Yeah. No, no, you can't. I, I talk love to it them. when there are varieties you, of zombies. You can't like, agree. Uh, like, I don't uh, mind like a fast zombie, a slow zombie, yeah. a fungus zombie. Like we've got in, I, you know, I, I love it. Like, like left for dead or the last of us where it's like, this one explodes. Fine this with one's that. fat and explodes. Fine with that. This one, you know, breathes weird dust because they're all <laughs> still zombies. They're all still doing yeah, the zombie thing. Right. I don't need right. like, Oh, this is a sentient zombie. Oh, this zombie yeah, got a zombie pregnant in, and they had a baby zombie. Like hmm. in walking dead, didn't they end up the, developing like in the comic i mean didn't it end up developing into kind of smart zombies smarter zombies 
Didn't it develop to that point? I don't. They started to be able to climb ladders, and they started to be able to do all these things. You were like, "Oh, okay." Um, so I they're evolving. That, I but I didn't read every issue. I don't remember I, a I, sentience type thing like that. I think like I think I mean, there were the there were the people that, that wore the zombie skin. Oh, not the whispers, in. not yeah. the whispers. Oh, okay. But I mean, like after the whispers, all of a sudden they had these zombies that like. They did things like again, climbed a ladder, and you're like, "What the I mean, hell?" Maybe I, I stopped. I st- I only I stopped reading somewhere in the uh, after issue 100. Uh, so I, yeah. they may have Captain done that. Negan. Yeah, I actually yeah, stopped yeah. after 100 too. I was like, "Yep, yeah. that's a good place to." <laughs> like, so okay. we were watching that. Um, you guys referenced uh, Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, I don't know if you've watched the Assembled yet on Disney Plus. No, for that the making of it. Um, and and I agree, Nikita. She's weird um, with some of the things she says. But if you watch that piece, the first 15 minutes, 15 minutes of them is just dealing with the death of Chadwick Boseman and starting to make the movie. It is. I mean, you're sitting here just weeping. Yeah, I'll bet. Watching the making I love of it. those it's, assembled um, yeah. stories. It's so good. And it also goes into how they worked underwater. And and they taught these people how to um, deep dive, free yeah. dive. Yeah. yeah. And. To the point where they could hold their breaths for five, six, seven minutes. That's crazy. Yeah. The actors. So it's one thing and to be like, hey, you want to come be in a Marvel movie? They've got a casting call. And you're like, you show up and they're like, yeah. all right, I'm reading for the part of Undersea Kid. And they're like, okay, great. How long can you hold your breath? And they're like, I don't know, uh, a minute, two minutes? I'm like, mm, we're looking for upwards of four minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and well, and also, <laughs> you would expect, like, in this day and age, it would be easy for them to just do an Aquaman and have it all be CGI. And you know what? Yeah, it would look like shit just like it did in Aquaman. Yep. Yeah, they didn't want to do that because, first of all, it takes so much longer to do the animation stuff. Yeah. The VR stuff takes forever. This is like you do this in a quarter amount of hours and you're done. Right. And second, and so that's why go they, back and look at Aquaman and then set it up yeah. side by side with Black Panther. You know, like, it's, I mean, it's a more believable underwater environment. Absolutely. It, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's incredible. And, what they, they, did. they did the same thing. Like, say what you will about the movie. I haven't seen it, but um, they did the same thing with Avatar 2. Like, I've seen yeah. interviews with like Kate Winslet and she's like, Hell yeah, dude! I did deep, I did deep dive underwater breathing training, and now I can hold my breath for eight minutes. And that's it's incredible. like, gee, oh my god, that's like Batman esque. Yeah. yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Navy Seal, <laughs> Navy Seals do yeah. that kind of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Namor's main, Namor's main assistant, the girl that's always with him in the movie. Oh, yeah, she Dorma. Like yeah. seven to eight minutes, she yeah. can do it. Yeah, I think I, I saw a interview with the two of them, and her. like they admitted that, like <laughs> Namor admitted that, like he can't hold his breath as long as her. Like she yeah. beats him in, yep. in, in that category. I think that's so great. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. And I'm also listening to, have you guys heard of Marvel's Wastelanders? Yeah. At all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so like the old man Logan universe, right? Where it's, it's got low, it's got yeah. Wolverine. It's got black widow. It's got old man, star Lord. It's got Hawkeye yeah. and Dr. Right. Doom. And then after each one of those go through their own series, there's like an assembled series, which I haven't gotten to yet. But it, I'm talking about, you know, I drive 30, about 30 minutes to work every day now because of traffic and it flies by listening to these things. I've heard they're really they good. really good actors. I've heard they're really good. The roles. Yeah, yeah. I do want to check those out. And we actually talked about doing a, a cosmic long box, old man theory where we just go and visit all those, all those books again, all the old man, yeah. whatever, you know, like, cause they were, it's fun. It's a fun idea. I think Marvel just took it a little too far on the comics. They're dragging it out. But I have heard the podcasts um, are a lot of fun. 
Yeah, my problem is that I haven't listened to a podcast or an audiobook in over two years because my commute is 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From the bedroom to the to my laptop. Um well, I listen to both all day. I, I'm so not, I'll check I'm, them out. I'm r- rarely in the yeah, I'm rarely spending an extended amount of time. I forgot those were a thing. I need, yeah, and I'll check those out. Those were one they're of those about 30, they're yeah. less than 30 minutes, and there's like 10 on each of them. And I'm through Wolverine Black Widow, which was really good. Did you listen um, to the Wolverine podcast they did? Like the, the original yes, Wolverine? The two before that. Those were excellent. Those were good. They were so yeah. good. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, look, you want to yeah. do something like in the Marvel universe, just do this. Just drop him in there. <laughs> like, yeah. And we'll those, figure mutants really out good. later. Just do this. You know, it's great. I enjoyed that. Yeah. A couple other things. We're, we're watching the new season of Bad Batch, me and my youngest, whose name is Logan yeah. because of Logan. But um, we we're watching the Bad Batch now, this latest season. And it's funny when I watch the show, and this is a couple things with animation they've done lately, is that they're they're able to tell these little mini quick stories about characters you kind of wondered about. Right. Like, you're like, oh, I wonder what happened to that person. And then they pop up in Bad Batch, or they pop, they pop up in, um, what was the recent Star Wars thing, The Tales of the Jedi? Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. A, yeah, like that pops up. And it it's really cool, because it like, I don't know, it's like fulfilling a little bit, because I was like, I wonder, how did Count Dooku get like this? Well, they explained it in Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. I really love what they're doing with animation. Well, it started I, I when his mom great. named him Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> That's his last name. That's his last name. Yeah, his family. He had no choice. My name is Francis Dooku. Count Poo Poo <laughs> is a family name, actually. So, <laughs> no. Michael, we're going to keep rolling here, man. It is very All good. Right, to oh, hey, uh, you know what? I, I love seeing, uh, was it Miles or Logan uh, that's in the band with the baritone? Oh, Logan's in the band, All City. The All oh, City nice. band. Um, I, I, was a, I played the baritone. I played uh, baritone too, actually. That's so cool. uh, like I'm I'm all on board. You let him know that he's got a couple of nerds in his corner. Old baritone band. I think piece. the only reason they made me play baritone because they thought it looked funny when a short kid carried it around. To be perfectly honest, uh, I started <laughs> I started off on the I started off on the trombone, and then the the senior that was in the band that played the baritone graduated, and I took it over, and I never went back. I love it. I loved it so much. There you go. That's all. So I'm, I'm glad that he's. I'm glad that he's really awesome. enjoying. Yeah, he does. He does. He's, he's going to march in the band at Central next year. So nice. Be awesome. Ah, uh, good yeah. for him. I was a marching band yep. nerd too. It counts. That's yeah, all I got. Man. Probably why I read so many comics. But hey, <laughs> what can you do, Michael? Good to talk to you, man. Thanks, guys. Bye, buddy. Jimbo, get in here. Close us out. We're running Shut late. Shut us down. Shut us down, man. Doppelflanger also played the baritone. This is weird. This I many did not, people in one podcast played baritone. <laughs> I did not play the baritone. Nor did I play any instrument. So that's because you were cool. Oh, wait, where's my emoji that says doom toots where he pleases. Okay. So question of the week. Uh, I don't have a profile cause yeah. I read it on the app. So, but still, I mean, the Sorry. thing, the, the process goes the same. Like the when process, you decide I'm done so, reading. Yeah. So it really depends if I'm gelling with it or not. I, I will give it about 10 chapters, so about 10 weeks. And usually by that period, you'll know if the series is going to get canceled or not. Right. So you can just kind of bypass it. There's been a few that I've, drop that have continued um that i might get back into um fair enough because and, and usually usually those are like comedy or comedies and sometimes comedy doesn't translate well or they change like you know the 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 texture of the story like the one that i'm surprised still going on it's called high school family 
uh, kid goes the first day of high school. Then his younger sister's like, I'm going to, I got, I'm super smart. And his dad's like, well, I faked that I had a GED. So I have to go. And his mom's like, I've never been to high school. So I'll go with all of you. It sounds like, and a, it was a, like a, a quickly written Saturday night live sketch. Yeah. And that's what I thought. And the first chapters were funny, but apparently it's on like, uh, it's gone on for like three years now. But like when you and go to like catch up on something like that, like we talked about, Wooly Toots was just talking earlier about like all the comics, mm-hmm. like just going to reset and they'll do something new and you can wait for this. And then somebody will come and reset. How, it's got to be harder to be like, okay, I'm going to go back to this manga because it's not oh, yeah. like a new creator comes on and here's a new number one. And oh, yeah. there's a previously in high school family, you know, yeah, page it's, like and, two, it's chapter 273 and you're like, what? I yeah. don't know what happened. Yeah. So yeah. Stuff like that. If you drop it and you don't like it, I, I usually didn't go back. Um, I'm like the high school one. I might go back. There's some other ones I've dropped. I'm just like, people like, it's really good. I'm like, I've read it. I, I know not for, I know it's not for me. High school one, maybe. Um, but yeah, getting back into stuff or like catching up to things. Like when I did my one piece read many years ago, that took months. Cause so many I'm chapters. sure. Yeah. But it was, it was enjoyable. So, I well, mean, I mean, yeah, if you like it, great, you know, yeah. and we're both like, man, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. That's, that's true. So, so I don't have the actual numbers, but the New York Times graphic novelist for January and December came out. Um, so I thought it was interesting on that. Out of They listed the top 15. Out of the top 15, we had one, two, three, four, five, six volumes of manga on there. Chainsaw Man had three spots. Uh, volume one was at number five on January. The interesting one, though, I want to get to is Kaiju number eight. Volume two was at number nine this last month. Well, this is interesting because there's no anime. It doesn't have a book because it's online only. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting huh. uh, on that end. That's- so I don't know if it's people seeing like, oh, I like kaijus and like buying it. Like it's good. Um, uh, maybe. I mean, it, it's good. An anime did get announced and it's been really enjoyable. I, it's to me that's surprising because like Spy Family, JJK are also on there. But those have animes. Those are in the ether. Right, right, um, right. So it's, that was really strange. I'm, um, yeah, I'm looking at the list right now, and there is a ton of manga on here. And like Spy, yeah. Spy Family, Chainsaw Man, Volume 1 and 2 are both on here. And right. 3. Uh, yep. Heartstopper, Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen. And this is the American best-selling yeah. list. And it's like there is no Marvel and no DC in this top 15. Nothing. There's, yeah. There is some young, young reader stuff, and then the rest of it is all manga. Yeah, that is – it's yeah. crazy. So that's crazy. That's pretty. That's crazy. Um, with Val- also with Valentine's Day coming up, uh, the Harley Quinn animated show dropped a ho- uh, Valentine's yes. special. Yes, and it was excellent. I heard. Oh it's my really god! Good. It, <laughs> oh, that that's such a joy in my life. I, it was a very warm, lovely surprise. Um, on that, cool. so I recommend anyone out there. I've, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it tonight. I think, but I heard it's a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, uh, Chainsaw Man update. Joe Patrick still has not watched the first episode of Chainsaw. Oh Man. no, kidding! Huh. No, it's, um, it's crazy. Look, and, and I know that it's easy to go. Yeah, yeah, Joe, we know that, but I want to. Is the thing I just keep forgetting. Oh, you want it's to? The easy thing, Joe. You can I want just to check it out. Make yourself do it. <laughs> I keep Joe. forgetting. Is the thing I keep foretting Joe, the, the episodes are you know 22 minutes. It's, so it's not again, it's not it's a not, big time commitment. Well, here's it's not reluctant. It's not reluctance on my part. It's that I'm not I'm forgetful. So I'm, I'm gonna blast I, out Joe's phone number into the chat and everybody just text him. <laughs> Every once in a while, just text him and be like, hey Joe, maybe you watch Chainsaw Man. You know? You know what? Maybe you can just text me on Monday and say, Hey Joe, while you're working, put on Chainsaw Man episode one. It's on Hulu. <laughs> You'll but, love it. It's a good like time. A good friend would. It's a, good a time. really good time. Yeah, Jim, text this jerk. You've got his number. All right. All right. All right. All so, right, man. And, all right, and uh, last thing, uh, Last of Us 
has been incredible. Hope yeah. everyone's oh watching God. that. Yeah. Um, uh, in case you guys missed it, they dropped the fourth episode yesterday the fifth, because of the, the Super fifth Bowl. episode. Yeah. The fifth That's episode. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Because um, of the yeah, Super Bowl. Time props time. to them. Yeah. The show is great. Uh, I'd like to talk about after it's over because I want people to get caught up in it. I think it's just been an uh, amazing adaptation. It is yeah. easily the best video game adaptation. The only best video game adaptation. There's a video it's game adaptation. It's the best video that game are fun, that are yeah. fine, that are watchable, but none of them have been good. This is yeah, the first and also, good one. <laughs> like I think the Last of Us video game uh, personal taste. I, I, the story was good. At the con- the the gameplay was I thought was average, but the story was really good, and they've really highlighted that. In this. The story really carries the game for sure. Oh, absolutely. Fair and enough. I never I'm, I'm impressed. I, I'm really impressed that they're going to do, but they're going to season two. They're just going to do the second game. I, I can't believe they're not I, expanding it a bit more. I mean, based don't on read, spoiler don't, stuff. Don't read about the second game. You guys, if you haven't played it, don't oh, do yes. it. Do not just don't just have enjoy they, the show. Have they announced that's what they're going to do though? That's, yes. That's well, what the, yes. they, they, they definitely, I, I've definitely heard them say that season one is game one. Okay. Um, but game um The Last of Us Part Two changes the plot significantly. <laughs> and so I like I, I implore you, do not look up anything about the second game. Okay. If yeah. you are in, don't interested do it. In, in just yeah, like don't yeah, but yeah, anyway, I would I would love to do a deep dive after it's all done. We'll do it. People caught up. We'll yeah, do it right absolutely. here. Right. We'll do it right so. here. It'll be awesome. So yeah. All right. Uh, I never thought Nick Offer would make me cry like that. And that's I, all that, I'll say. Episode three, that's one of the most heartbreaking episodes of television I think I have ever now, seen. No, but oh that was a complete departure. They totally changed that story, right? Uh, slightly. It was a Okay, slight slightly. So the, it was implied that they were already, him and, uh, the two characters were in a relationship, right. but they had broken up was maybe the big departure. Okay. That they were on bad And also, uh, you only find out about their um, relationship in, like, one of the things of, in The Last of Us is finding... Um, court like letters and stuff people have left behind oh okay. no th- it, it, in the game though they, they say my partner uh i guess that's true uh, but i mean the, the but game, it's not the, i guess the, i guess you didn't think about it if you're not like in like you would second guess that i guess maybe but no you're right yeah, I, I, yeah it's more fleshed out but, but yes, uh you're right. the, the but like most of it you but uh, like most of it you find out in a, in a letter that mm-hmm. um that uh joel finds and then you go to talk to frank about it and, and then he says something but oh, yeah. um, okay. the yeah. the show was like yeah you actually see their relationship unfold that does not happen in the game fair enough yeah, beautiful all right beautiful. all right later guys all right later Bye, jimbo Jim. take care it is voicemail time in the cigarette. okay we got some voicemails here which means it's voicemail time in the ziggurat Hello again, this is Lord Stephen, Master of Coins, sending in my answer to the question of the week. So when it comes to knowing when to ditch a comic, I've come to a general policy over the years. Uh, when I was a kid, I pretty much just read whatever was given to me without any real pull list or order to it. And then when I came back in the comics as a college freshman, I picked up comics primarily based on the characters I loved as a kid. And this was not a good idea, and it led me to reading things like the New 52 Teen Titans book out of obligation and sort of just hating every minute of it to the point where any time I talked about comics, I ended up talking about how much I despised that book. (laughs) And this developed into my current strategy for dropping books, which is three rules. Uh, Rule number one is read nothing out of obligation. It doesn't matter how much you love a character, the qualities you like about them are not inherently a part of their comics, but based on the quality of the creator working on them. 
And likewise, this means that if a new creator takes over a book, I don't plan on just continuing to read it, but will treat it like the first issue of a comic and then decide what I'll do based on my enjoyment of their first issue. Rule number two is you get three issues. If I am reading a comic and I find that I am not enjoying three issues in a roll, I drop it. Uh, this can be a permanent decision, or if I trust a creative team enough, I could skip an arc and then come back when the arc is done. And this doesn't necessarily have to do anything with quality. Uh, I'm probably going to drop Daredevil pretty soon, pretty much due entirely to the fact that I just don't care about the hand, rather than the fact that I don't care about the writing or anything like that. And then rule number three is, if I am reading the latest issue of a comic and I realize that I have no memory of what took place in the previous mm, issue, that's I drop the comic from my yeah. pull list. And this could be that I'm change it to picking up in trades or reading it all when it's done. It's just rather just ditching it entirely. But if I can't remember what took place in a previous issue, then I see it as something that I don't feel like I should be reading as a serialized narrative. Uh, so those are my rules. I try to stick with them, but occasionally, especially with a miniseries, I find myself cheating and sticking around. Uh, but generally, I feel like those are the rules that work for me, and that's what I decide uh, whether or not I'm going to drop something. See you. So don't I'm collect like out of obligation because comics shouldn't be a punishment. He yep. drops it if he doesn't like three issues in a row, and he also yep. drops it if, and I think this one is very, probably the best one, if he's reading an issue and has no memory of what happened in the previous issue. Yeah, because if the story's not sticking with you, then what's the point of reading the story? Right. You know? It's one thing if it's like planetary and the issues are two years apart. I mean, that's whatever. What, so that's when, a whole that's a different kind of consideration. But if you if you are reading like, you know, um, it's only a teenage wasteland just to pull a comic out of the hat. Sure. Uh, this is not I'm the, this has not happened to me but like if you if you read issue four and you're like what happened in issue three what the yeah then like why why what are you, are you reading it yeah unless you're gonna be like oh shit now i gotta go back and read the first three issues again it's like totally blanked on them i mean i probably should have picked something that doesn't need the help so apologies to it's only yeah, a no doubt like, like why don't you just say uh, something if like, you're reading a, a avengers yeah you know and, <laughs> you and it's like i don't yeah. remember what happened in the last issue of right avengers, then well, don't read the Avengers then. So when, let's just go right into our discussion. But when we worked at the comic shop, there were those people, those collectors, that were like, I buy every Thor comic that comes out. I buy every Superman comic that comes out. I need them. That is what I do. And they would even, like, I recall talking to these guys that would have three or four issues in their pile. And like, I don't even know why I'm buying these. I don't even know. Well, I mean, our, a great example is our friend Jack, who has every issue of fantastic four ever yeah, ever made like he just can't of the stop. main series right he can't stop and he but he buys it because he's been collecting it his entire life now i think there's also a distinction to be made between somebody who's collecting a comic and somebody who's right and just reading a comic it was the ones you know? that were doing both that i felt the sorriest for the ones the sorriest for if yeah. you're just collecting whatever if you're just reading you're probably just going to stop but those people that like no I not only have to collect, I have to read it too, whether I like it or not. Like, that's a job. Yeah. You're not describing a hobby anymore. You're right. describing a job. It's a responsibility. Like this podcast, you know what I mean? It's yes. Like, oh. Yes. This podcast is a responsibility. It, <laughs> and when uh, I think he doesn't just want candy, he needs candy. That's what and that feed that goes right into my answer. When it feels like this comic reading is a responsibility for me. 
that's when I decide I'm not enjoying this. I'm done. I'm stopping. I don't, I shouldn't have to force myself to pull myself through it. Even if it's 22 pages, I don't care. I should not have to force myself to read something like that month by month. When it feels like a responsibility, I'm out. You know, I, I think for me, uh, like he, uh, Steven's three month rule is interesting, but I think for me, I don't know that I would do that. Like if I am reading, oh, let's just uh, say, um, well, Zdarsky's Daredevil is a great example mm-hmm. because um, when Matt went to prison again and all that stuff with uh, the King in Black kind of took over the book for, I that I got behind then because I wasn't interested. Right. But I don't want to stop reading Daredevil. It's just like, this is a bum storyline because it's t- stuck in a crossover. You know, it, it, like it's, it's possible that a creative team that you love might have an off month or an off arc. Right. And I can't say for sure that I'd make the decision to stop reading if that happened because I really like that creative team, you know, and I want to support them, but I agree that like, if I'm, uh, nothing, the, nothing made me happier than deciding, than finally realizing that I did not care about collecting comics. Yeah. And so I was free to just not same here. Like, same here. It's like, I, I don't care about owning this. If I don't like it, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. What's the name of the woman on Netflix that like talks about stuff, not bringing joy, inspi- sparking joy, Marie Kondo. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it, it's cheesy as it sounds. When I really examined my collection, like sat down and looked at all these long boxes that I had and I started opening them and said, okay, if there's a fire in my house tomorrow, what am I running in to grab? Which long boxes am I running in to grab, like risking my life to pull out of here? And I what decided, am I leaving the pugs behind in order to carry? Oh, out? they're dead. The pugs are already dead in this case. So, like, yeah, they're idiots. I tried to round them up, <laughs> they got killed. You know, but and I said to myself, you know what? My X Men comics, I need those. My Daredevil comics, I need those. My Hawkman comics that I love, like, there's very few, and I kept them. Everything else, gone. And it just, cause it, what am I going to do with it? What am I going to do with it? Realistically say that I have it. Who cares? And that the same goes for like how I read comics. Now we read a bunch of the stuff for the show, of course, that we were forced to read to review and whatever, but the stuff that I choose to read on my own, if it feels like responsibility, I'm out. I'm just out. Cause like no sweat off my back, man. You know, <laughs> you know. It, it, if anything, I think the show has helped me in that regard because it has broken me free of being able to catch, uh, to stay caught up on everything. You yeah. know, because I'm because I'm working so hard to 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 do a curated list of picks every week that I'm reviewing. I don't really have time to read like this series I've been trudging through, right? Because I've been reading it since number one. It's like that. I don't. I don't. That that doesn't happen anymore. No. So no. You know. Thanks. Thanks, guys, for the podcast. Um, but yeah, like the bottom line for me as somebody that is a non-collector is like, if I am if I am not happy reading the comic, I'm out. Yeah. I I just. And I might make an allowance if I'm reading a creative team that I really really love. And I have confidence that they'll come back around. In the immortal words of Mark Wade, comics should be fun. 
I mean, like, that's it. Comics should be fun. They should you're be right. fun. Period. If you're not having fun, well, hell, man, put the comic down. Go outside. Touch grass. You know, do something. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. Do we have a new question of the week? Yep. What do we got? Set it up. This week's question is courtesy of Wooly Toots. I've gotten lured in by half price omnibuses recently. Oh boy. And it got me wanting, wanting what may never be. Oh, it's very dramatic. Oh. So I ask you, what title would you like to see get the omnibus treatment that never has and most likely never will? Oh, rare omnibuy. So, oh man, that's a t- not rare omnibuy, but fantasy. Omnibuy. Yeah, fantasy Omnibuy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. fun. I know. I already know my answer. That'll be a good one. And we're going to talk about it next week, but we're going to talk about it exclusively on Discord. This is an important programming notice. Cover to Cover is going to move to a Discord-exclusive hang for you and us, because we want to hang with our buddies, we want to go a little more group chat, we want to get into things a little more, and that just does not lend itself to a podcast very well. It lends itself to a conversation and a hang very well. So if you want to get in on that, join our Discord. We're taking the Zoom out of the equation because it's just too much. No more Zoom. Too many steps. You're going to be able to come in and you'll we'll be able to talk in your mic. Joe and I are going to flip on the cameras. We're going to be right there. We're going to chop it up with you. We can unmute a few people. If we want to have a group discussion one at a time, we'll, we'll see how it goes best. But it's still going to continue. It's going to be the cover-to-cover gang hang in the Discord. Oh, I like that. The cover-to-cover gang hang is yeah, a great man. name. Right? Because we're like, uh, so, I mean, we're, like the, 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 we're like the Yancey Street gang now, or the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. what are they, the, the dumbasses of Doofus Street, or whatever they call it? The dingbats the ding of Danger Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like um, the dumbasses of Doofus Street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, like, the most important takeaway from, from this news is that cover to cover will no longer exist in podcast form, which means it will not be something that you download it will be just come and hang out with us. And for those of you that have been hesitant about the discord, it costs you nothing. You yeah. click a link and, and, and create an account. It's just like having a Facebook page or, or creating a zoom account to, to listen to us on zoom. And all you gotta do is and prove you to us you're not a jerk. Hang out. That's it. Just prove you're not a jerk and you can talk to us. And, uh, so yeah, cover to cover is, is no longer a podcast, but, uh, in its place, we are bringing back something that many of you have told us that you miss, and that is the nerd news. Uh, we will be recording a nerd news uh, episode every week. Uh, it, the topics will vary. It, it might be new comic news. It might be you know Hollywood stuff or a movie we want to talk about or whatever. Might be an interview um, with a creator. Who knows? Might be an That's, interview with a creator. Right? We'll see. We really want to get back in to what we thought we were pretty good at, which was news analysis and discussion. And we also want to make the cover to cover hangout time, a more personal experience and also more welcoming to people that might not necessarily want to be recorded. Right. They don't want to hear themselves on a podcast, you know, they, but you don't have to just come hang out. Totally. And if you want to, if you want to be unmuted and chat with us, that's fine. If you just want to chat in the um, text chat, that's fine too. And so we want to be able to 
improve the quality of our time spent together with the group and also bring back this thing that we all miss. That everybody's yelling at us about. So it's coming back. The THN Nerd News Weekly Roundup. So you'll still have two shows in your feed and still get to hang with us in our Discord. The only thing is... We're still workshopping the name because a few minutes ago it was the THN Nerd News Update. Yeah, I think weekly update is probably better. I, I think I think we'll we'll figure out the uh, a proper title for it, but um, it's gonna start next week. So get ready. I do love THN cover to cover gang hang yeah. or the dumbasses of doofuses <laughs> <laughs> or the doofuses of dumbass street. Yeah, I mean one, go one of those rolls off the tongue better. Well, figure. <laughs> yeah, I go either way. In the meantime, though, we've got another cosmic long box coming this week. We're gonna talk Kang and Modok. Mainly because they're about to both pop up in the Ant Man movie that premieres this coming week. So. Get ready for that. It's going to be super fun. Join us next week in the Discord for the THN cover to cover gang hang. The first one, it's going to be rad. We're going to hand out like, uh, you know, cut off vests and stuff like that with nicknames because we're a gang now. That's right. Oh, but so I, I think that that means we are cha- we have to change our name from the Lords of Discipline, which was a name we stole from Facts of Life. Yeah. No, we can still be the Lord. And I think we changed the name of the gang. The name of the gang is the Doofuses of Dumbass Street. Or the Dumbasses of, of, of Doofus Street. <laughs> the Dumbasses of Doofus Street is our gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, not why bad. not? Yeah, I kind of like it. I don't think we need to change the name of our LLC because no. that's a little much. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not refiling any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, if you want to join the Dumbasses of Doofus Street, come on down. We'll, we'll jump you into the gang and uh, we'll have a gang hang. It'll be super fun. Yeah, we promise there's no sexing you in there's no like we're not i don't know why you we're not gonna up. put anybody that pervert Jeez. we're not gonna put anybody in that position why would you, know? you even bring that up wow. you've brought it up before mm. you've told people you either jump oh. in or we sex you, you make me said it. sick joe patrick you are pervert i learned it by watching all right we're getting out of here my name is matt bomb my name is joe patrick hey. and my throat hurts so bad thank you for bearing with me. this is the two-headed nerd signing off <laughs>